You can hear all that, right? What? Me eating? I hear you with your mouth full and gross, but I don't hear you the act of eating. Oh, good. You've been chewing like this? Oh, I, I think I hear rumblings. Mm. I just recorded all that. <laughs> Episode minus one. Come on, cheer, everybody. <laughs> Keep uh, going. Keep going. Uh, da, 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 okay. It's the episode 199 of the Try Games on that podcast. Da, da, da. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Hi, it's episode 199 of the Tri Games. Fuck, that was kind of like Shark versus. Oh, yeah. Episode 199 of the Tri Games. Podcast. It's Saturday, December 4th. It's 11.23 a.m. It's half an hour before Pete usually wakes up out of his cave. Mm-mm-mm. We're doing this in secret so that when he wakes up, he'll be like, holy shit, what, what? Okay. No, he won't. He knows that we're doing this early. He's just a tired old man. Even and he never old. wakes up before noon <laughs> on <a> Saturday. <laughs> He's making a fluffer note sandwich. No. Um, Pete, hurry up. Anyway, we're getting a short head start because things got to keep moving. And we're not going to have a next episode next weekend because Pete's not going to be here probably. So we're going to try to do one today. Um, but we're going to do maybe a little try to bites in between. Maybe we'll do some features like try to bite, which I just say it. That's true. All right. Oh, no. Okay. So uh, as uh, Al alluded to, uh, that is Al actually. Say hi. Oh, Hi. Hey, I am Austin. I'm your host. Hi. Uh, as Al alluded to in the beginning, uh, to episode 200 is obviously the next one. What we are trying to do is round up all of our guests from our previous podcasts. I'm just going to rattle off some names here. I don't have them written down, so if you were a guest and I don't rattle off your name, I apologize. I will bake you a cookie. Just one. Uh, but we're just going to try to round up all the old guests. You know, Alex Navarro, uh, Shen Longbo. I'm calling half these people by their aliases, by the way. Um, Pete's girlfriend Dez, um, Kelly May, uh, uh, Jimbo, aka Nerd Alert, Slunks, who used to be a regular on here. We'd like to get him. Um, uh, Ethan and Tony, also who used to be regulars on here, we're trying to get them. Uh, Nick Ten, who who writes for Game Revolution. Actually, I'm not sure if he still writes for them, but um, also known as Drac uh, with two Qs. Um, uh, Ra- uh, Alshon, Rob, and Shameless James. Uh, we could get Ron from Forty Seven Communications. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to, but we we might. Uh, just you know, just just kind of have a Skype orgy. Just talk about games and talk about. I don't know. I wanted to really talk about since this is our 200th episode. What I mean in the industry, what really has kind of stayed with us over the past. I don't know what was it. What's it been five years since we uh, we we started this podcast? Um, before the 360 launch, and the 360 is in five years now. Yeah, yeah. So um, and I was still living uh, 
upwards closer to Long Island with uh, me, me, with Mama, me, me, Long Island. As far as man, um, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Uh, just talk about you know, just general topics. I mean, and, and that's where you guys come in. I mean, all two of you who listen, uh, if there are any kind of special commemorative topics that come to your mind that you want us to talk about that uh that touch on the last five years of gaming or if you want to ask us about us you know uh how was five years of doing the talk games not that podcast been for you guys you know shit like that i mean obviously what does the number 200 mean to you jeez oh, <laughs> he's double of 100 uh you know shit like that uh we, we'd love to hear your questions and your comments from all two of you please send them in uh and, you know, even if we don't get any questions, we'll find something to shoot the shit about. If we're successful, that's like 10 to 15 people on the podcast. Yeah. But, oh, I'm uh, sure we'll have something. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's always best when you guys write in, um, or I should say you guy, <laughs> write in and, <laughs> you know, give us some... Uh, Maurice, too, as a guest. Anyway, yes. uh, when you guys write in, it, it, you know, it really gives us something to... Some, something else to think about. Uh, anyway, we are trying... We are trying to do this on the weekend of December 18th. Slunk is only available on Sundays, so we may have to shift that to a Sunday, uh, which has no bearing on you listeners, but I'm you know, just, just giving you a heads up on how difficult it might be to schedule. So if it doesn't happen on the 18th, there's the Christmas break, then there's the New Year's break. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we might have to delay it into mid, uh, I'm sorry, mid-January of 2011. So just, you know, we'll, we'll fill the time in with trilobites and stuff like that. Maybe we'll cheat and have episodes, or, but not call them episodes. Uh, or, or we could do episode 201. <laughs> time and then like, yeah, we could do that. We could do episode 201 and be like, but that's, yeah, that, that is kind of cheating. Yeah, and it's also kind of silly, but it's fun. Hey, Al, why don't you vamp a bit while I blow my nose? Vamp, 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 vamp. What am I supposed to vamp about? I guess I could, um, I could say things like, vamp, 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 vamp. Hurry up and come back. I need guidance, parental guidance, which is suggested for most of the movies out there now. Oh God, I hope this is deleted. Okay, I'm now. back. This is not going to be deleted. I don't know what you just said. It's not. Gonna it's be very deleted. boring and very non secretary Yeah, you are. All right. I'll leave it there. Along with, my, along with my along with my nose blowing in rhythm to your vamping. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fifty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, fifty jumped a big ass ramp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fifty, I'm gonna jump off that ramp. You know me, cause I'm a vamp. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, what is this podcast again? One ninety nine. No, but what do we do? Why, why am I? Why am I vamping? Oh. We should be vamping. We should be. We should be talking about what we've been playing. I'm right, bitch. That sounds like a, a plan. What you been playing? Bitch. Um, Give me money, bitch. Give me money, bitch. I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, that's nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I only finished like three memories or something like that, but I'm in the middle of sequence seven. How, wait, wait, how can you have only finished three memories if you're like all the way in the middle of the game? No, I mean, I oh, you mean in that this week. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it, basically, I'm, I'm in an area where, like, you know, you, you, you find some friends, 
well, you make some friends, I should say, and <clears throat> you're still going after the, the the group of people who are doing the stuff that I don't want to reveal. And it's a year. The game stuff. is like a year old or something like that. So honestly, everyone who listens probably has finished it, and I'm the last one in the world to finish it. But still, damn right. Uh, I wish I had more time to play this game. Damn it. But I just don't like. Did you um? All right. Instead of asking you whether or not you got X, Y, or Z, because that could be spoilery. What um? What if any abilities have you gained up to this point? The only thing that I've gotten so far was the 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 jump on the wall. Okay, so you have that thing. Okay, so now I have a good idea of where you are. That because because that doesn't really come until like the last third of the game. So you're making good headway. Mm-hmm. Well, I was back before my Xbox. Broke down. <laughs> Good point. Um, but basically, I'm I'm at this point where I and I have to hunt down some more people. I was following uh, a group of them and listening to their conversation, and um, now I think what I have to do is I know what I must do. My name is Ezio Auditore de Firenze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember exactly what I have to do right now, but I know the last major thing I did was I took like that, Mario, that Mario, Mario. palace, the 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 Palazzo, um, uh, Emilio's Palazzo. Okay, and that that was an assault. That wasn't an assassination. That was an assassination. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. And it was hilarious because I fucked up and like I threw some knives at one of the archers, and everybody found out. Oh. So the Emilio's like running. Get him. Stronzo. And so I jumped down off of the roof of the building, and uh, I go to chase after the guy, but my targeting gets screwed up because oh. there's like four guys around me. So they start hitting me and whatnot. But then Emilio comes running back down the stairs. And I'm like, all right, bitch. <laughs> Where does he escape to? I don't know. He was in. He was running up and down the stairs, so he got because up. because there is um and uh, and I hope this isn't a spoiler, but it's more like a glitch. Um, there is one person who escapes by boat. That's the uh, guy. Okay, so I don't know if you remember me telling you on the podcast, like maybe last, maybe last year when I played this before, you know, last year. Yeah, like I don't remember that. Uh, but I, um, he was running right, and uh, and I saw the boat that he was supposed to get on. So I'm like, all right, and I get on the boat, and then I'm like, well, he's gonna see me, so let me hang off the the, the stairs. Okay. Um, and kind of like tread water because, you know, that's in a canal. So let me just hang off the, scare, the stairs, um, the, the, the three stairs leading down from the exit, right, onto the boat. I'm going to just hang on there, and I'm going to let him come. And once he j- gets on the boat, I'm going to jump on the boat and shank him too. Okay. I do that, but because he has already gotten onto the boat, as he he's dying, and as, as Ezio's doing the whole, like, Requiet and, and Pate, or however the fuck you pronounce, rest in peace in Italian... Mm-hmm. It goes mission. It goes memory uh, desynchronized mission. <laughs> while while I'm succeeding, I'm failing. I'm like, what the fuck? And that happens again in Brotherhood, except in a totally opposite way. Like, I feel like no, no, no. It happened in Crisis. It happened in Crisis where I took down a boss, a really hard boss, or something, and completed an objective. As as the thing that I was supposed to kill or think or do or whatever was done or died, I died. Mm. And so it said objective completed, but then it showed him like it showed the screen desaturizing, desa- mm. desaturizing, eh, desaturating, desaturating, whatever, fucking mm-hmm. uh, and dying. 
And I was like, God damn it! I be- now I have to do this. What the fuck? I had to do this over again. And it was like, yeah, I hate press- it when it happens. Yeah, it was like press fire to load last save. So I pressed fire and it booted up to the next level. So I'm like, oh my god, yes! Oh, it saved. Nice. So yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so you did that. Um, that was the assassination. Uh, what kind of other things were you doing surrounding that? No, the, the next thing that I did was follow the guys who were paranoid because. Emilio's dead, blah, 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 and they were talking about something or other, and then after that, I had to save. Mm. You so did like, something before, then, then you did something before with the flight, right? Oh, wait, that was the last thing I did. Yeah, I wanted to ask you how you, what you felt about that. I don't know. I All I did was test it out, and I ran into, like, a, a, a bridge, and it stopped. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, t- I tried out the flying machine, and then now I think he's trying to figure out how to Leonardo trying to figure out how to make it better. And uh that's when I stopped. Okay. I think you have to do a, a, a scavenger hunt for things to help him with that. I think it's really funny that they start you on that mission to do the flight and then you crash and you're supposed to crash. Yeah. I thought that like I'm like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to go. Where am I supposed to <laughs> And you're like, oh shit, now I gotta reset. And it's like nope. Yeah, he's See, that- like I'm yeah. not going. I think he he was trying to fly. It was like I'm not going where I'm supposed to go. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what happened? Somebody's buzzing my. All right, I'm I'm gonna have to put this on hold because I have to go and probably get the mail. Al's putting it on hold. Al's ah. going to get the mail. Getting the mail downstairs. Getting the mail. And when I say getting the mail, he's you know really getting the mail. <laughs> I could talk about Al. He's not here. He's probably actually here listening and he's gonna hate me forever now for what I'm saying. Hey Al, you there? You there? Al, Al's getting the mail. Al's getting the mail. While he's getting the mail, I will do this. I will look at new releases coming up because there shouldn't be anything um, because Thanksgiving season's over. So let's see. December 6th, Tron Evolution. Don't give a shit. World of Warcraft Cataclysm. Still don't give a shit. Greed Corp. What? Doritos. Yogi. Jewel 3, okay. Kung Fu Live. I don't know what that is. Battlefield Bad Company 2 Vietnam. Okay. Death Spank. Thongs of Virtue, a.k.a. Forcing Humor. Europa Universe. Battlefield Bad... What? Didn't that... Oh, okay. I see what they're doing here. Battlefield Bad Company Vietnam comes out on December 13th of the week of December 13th for the PC. But the console versions come out on the 20th, and this is a... Add-on pack. An add-on pack. I apologize. Wings of Prey. A world of Keflings. What is this crap? A world of Keflings looks like a looks like a half-fitness game because the girl on the cover is wearing a sports bra and, like, you know, gym pants. Go go to go to a world go go to the box art for a world of Keflings. It looks like a like this, this gym rat chick is like grabbing little people. I don't understand this. What? Okay. And that looks like it's it from now until the end of 2010. That's really, really exciting. Here comes the mail, boy. How was the mail? Did he treat, did he treat you nice? Yeah, he treated me nice. He gave me boots. As Luis Guzman said. Um, I was just looking at the new releases while your ass was gone. And there is this game called A World of Keflings. And it looks like there's some, some lady who had just come home from the gym is grabbing people. <laughs> okay, I guess I don't. Uh, it's I, I. I'm just flabbergasted because this this game cover makes no sense. Um, 
I will send you the you know link to this, but it's like what? Huh? I don't <laughs> understand what. There's a there's a pirate, there's an elf, there's there's a genie, and then there's this gigantic woman who is coming straight from Crunch or Equinox Gym or some some shit. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds like because uh, there's a game called The Kingdom for Kefling, so I guess this is a sequel. And yes, it's a giant woman. Holding... It's a giant woman who just came back from the gym. Yeah, who just came back from the gym, basically. It's like Jillian Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jillian Michaels. So, flying machine in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The, that that uh, reminds me of a lot of not not a lot, but like I, I kind of want to go back and make a list of the false starts or or the false game overs in games, like story events that happen that make you fail, and then that make you go, God damn it, and you reset it, and it happens again, and you can't seem to get past it until you realize you're supposed to die. Oh yeah. The the earliest one in my memory happens in Final Fantasy Four, and if you haven't played that yet, well shame on you. You don't know anything about video games. This is a spoiler for the next twenty seconds. Spoiler begin now. Uh in Kingdom of Fabul, when like you're trying to, to guard the troops the Baron troops from coming into the castle and like um Kane kills you. Well he he game overs you. Uh but I read in the manual that you're supposed to lose, right? Because the manual has this whole guide. That takes you through the first half of the game in the American version of Final Fantasy IV, aka Final Fantasy II, versus really? Nintendo. I don't know. You, you own, didn't you own the original cartridge? Yeah, but that was like so many years ago, and I never used it because I had already finished the game by the time I bought my own copy. Oh, okay. Well, so the manual had like a whole guide, um, and this is past twenty seconds. We're still in spoiler territory, anyway. I, it doesn't really matter. You guys suck for not playing the game. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I had that, and I read in the manual that like your party will like Cecil will fall. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this. Defending the castle. Before I get to the place, the, the part where he faces off with Kane, um, Edward trips. Remember that part, right? He trips, and he's yes. like, oh, no, and you have to go back and help him because Edward sucks mm-hmm. uh, in, in the SNES version. And you go back and help him, and I died because I just mismanaged, and my party fell. So I'm like, oh, okay, so this is where the cutscene kicks in. And I'm waiting, and then it boots, <laughs> up the, it boots up the title screen, and I'm like, fuck. So, you know, I have to do that all over. I, I have to do the whole siege part all over again. Oh, shit. But yeah, so that wasn't as much a false start, a false uh, game over, as much as it was getting ready for a false game over and then getting hit by a real one instead. That's crazy. So, <laughs> um, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think if that's happened. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, what else have you been playing? Soldier. Um, um, well, this is all we got for this episode, by the way. Yeah, I know, and that's just, this has been a really fucked up week because um, I haven't been able to sleep, and I haven't been able to um, sleep. I've been working quite a bit, even though I wasn't, but I was at the mm. end of the week, mm. and I've spent a lot of time out running around for stupid shit, even yeah, though it's not really that stupid. But no, it wasn't. Yeah, I hadn't spent as much time yeah. home playing games like I wanted to. Um, but I can say that I started playing, well, I continued playing Four Heroes of Light, and oh, I played a little bit of that this morning. I am at the, the Sand Town. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And, um, right now I'm just kind of grinding this teeny, okay. teeny, tiny bit. And, um, I'm gonna go, well, I was grinding inside the Quicksand Castle, but I'm trying not to go too far just in case I have I'm exactly where you are right now, by the way, so, um. Oh, good. So that means we can play together. We can do it together. Together. I, I kept on... See, I'm grinding there because I kept on getting um, 
assaulted by all these freaking tough ass enemies. And then I would try to get to like I'm I'm getting lost right now in the quicksand castle because of all the quicksand. There's quicksand in the castle. Uh, the, uh, are we in the same place? Maybe we're yes, not. Yes, I'm on the first floor though. That's the thing. I only I didn't go up to the second floor. Oh, don't go up to the second floor then. Okay. <laughs> Even though you kind of have to to complete the game. Well, yeah, it's just that um for for grinding purposes, I I didn't want to go to the second floor just in case. I needed to, um, you know, I got into a fight and I couldn't escape and I died. I was like, oh, you're a fucking fuckbox. So um, I decided to just work on the enemies that I'm used to. But the only thing that I'm kind of like not really upset about, but upset about at the same time is the fact that you don't acquire guilt from monsters. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting thing. Like, And then they make you they make you balance between using the gems to upgrade your hats and selling them off. Right, um, selling off the gems for go. The other thing that I didn't realize is that you, when you, oh, so so for anybody out there listening who hasn't played Four Warriors of Light yet, um, if you've seen the preview coverage, the whole thing is centered around hats. You, you you put on certain hats that gives you certain abilities. Like the the first hat you get in the game is called the Wayfarer's Hat, which is what Al and I have, and that increases your ability to, um, no, I'm sorry, not to increases be a your bitch. ability to. It, <laughs> it increases your effectiveness when using healing items, but it also gives you bonuses for escaping. Like you can, you, there's a there's a more successful escape action that becomes available to you when you upgrade your crown. So in order to upgrade the crowns, you have to place these gems in sockets. You know, kind of like materia or or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you have to place them all in. And then it'll upgrade. Yeah, I didn't realize this. I didn't so, realize that either. So I just placed the gems in and exited it out of the screen, thinking that like I could go back later and place the gems. Yep. Now, having done that, I was like, "All right, I've done what I needed to do with these gems. I'm going to sell off some extra gems." And so I didn't sell them all off, but <laughs> I sell I sold a couple of them off. And then when I went back to, to you know when I got some other gems and I was going to update my crown, I was like where are all the gems that I put on this crown before? And then I realized that it doesn't save it. And like, luckily enough, I had five circular, uh, circular gems are the, are the first ones you get. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I had five of them left exactly the amount that I needed to upgrade the crown. So I was like, okay, thank God I didn't sell them all. But like, that's really stupid. I didn't realize that, you know, mm-hmm. so I upgraded the crown and whatever. And then I realized that you have to upgrade the crown for every person. <laughs> so at that point I didn't have enough. And I'm like, fuck, I should have saved this. And so, you know, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I would just like to interrupt really quickly. No, you're not just... interrupting. I interrupted. This is your... Oh. For... Well, I'm, I'm interrupting something because this isn't exactly game-related, but it's funny as hell. Uh, I just went to Tiger Direct just because like, I saw... I was on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, Tiger Direct, another place I can kind of look at just to see if I can find these things <laughs> I'm looking for from my database computer because New, ah, New, New Egg doesn't have them on sale. So I'm trying to find like at, at least one component that I'm looking for for cheaper. What is it? What what I'm looking for? Yeah, I'm yeah. looking for like a laptop hard drive that has power save and the the mini ITX um, motherboard with the chip. It's it's called a D510mo. That's the model number. D5 the Intel Atom. And uh, I'm I'm probably not gonna get discount on the case because I want the specific case from Minibox.com. Uh, hmm. So I'm here looking at uh, Tiger Direct, and they have this big ass thing. It's like Black Friday two, <laughs> two, 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 two. And so, uh, yeah, 
basically yesterday and today they had a second Black Friday. <laughs> That's and nuts. <laughs> and they, they, now it's not even Cyber Monday anymore. They call it Cyber Week. And it's like the last, the final 48 hours of Cyber Week, Black Friday, too. Yeah, it's all contrived. You will get some good shit. Just be patient and don't panic. And don't oh, don't stampede over people at Kmart. God, what is with people? Wait, did there? that happen this year? I don't think that happened this year, but I'm just saying in general, you know, they're like, step, step, step. Dude, really? Speaking of shopping, to continue your interruption, I just think it's it's kind of funny and sort of indicative of the demand of this of the new radions that i just perchance since you mentioned computer parts like i just want a new i can just want to look at my card again just to see how much it is my specific card the one that i own is now 200 dollars, where i got it for 179 gee and the cheapest models are 189 where they used to be all 179 so i feel like they're either selling out really fast or amd is like yo People, people want this shit. shit. Let's you know up the price and be gangster about it. But I don't know. It's 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 interesting and it's also a shame because like I, you know, you started at a certain price. Unless you're really really running low on stock, don't be an asshole. But you know, I guess they have the right yeah. to do anything they want. All right, it's a business. If people want to buy it, they're gonna buy it. And I do think that it that it wasn't because remember, I, I don't know if you remember that first. I was talking to you on GChat. And the first day that that thing went on sale, and I was mulling over whether or not I should replace my two eighty eight hundreds with this thing, um, mm-hmm. like one of the models went out of sale, uh, out of stock in one day. Yep. So I was like, "All right, <laughs> um, shit, yeah, shit." <laughs> so I did. Um, and again, I'm not shopping to to get a second one to crossfire it because th- remember this wasn't an upgrade; this was a replacement. So when yeah. I'm finally ready for an upgrade, like I I will I would rather actually get a single slot, much more powerful one. Then, um, then double it up again. I don't ever want to go through that doubling up again. I don't ever want to go through Crossfire SLI again unless they become really, really quiet or they somehow get smaller and don't take up two slots again. Because yeah. like, I remember you said that that's why you didn't want to get to another 8800 GT until you finally did when it was on sale. But like that, that was that certainly like I see where you were coming. I saw where you were coming from, but I didn't really think about it until you know I lived with two years with this like vacuum cleaner next to my bed. <laughs> and it, it, that part of that also is in is due in, in part to the fact that it's an Nvidia card, and I don't think they had good automatic fan controls. True. So it was always like, <laughs> oh, that's that. Yeah, and that's like power sucking too. Yeah, and like right now, this guy here is, um, like the fans that I hear are my regular case fans. And uh, let me just go to my overdrive for a second. Um, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Oh, you're uh, you're running the AI overdrive. Yeah, yes, it's currently overclocked by a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah, manual fan control is turned off. It's at thirty-seven percent speed. You're not going to be able to hear this under this recording, so I'm not going to you know do it for you and the audience. But like once I turn manual fan control on, I have it set to one hundred percent, and it, like I've said before, it noticeably goes from to you know. Mm-hmm. But my my GeForce cards were consistently like that. And not only that, whenever I try to like do some maintenance and open up my case and try to move my hard drives around, like my hands would get cut because I have two cards in there. And, uh, <laughs> I don't want to deal with. It. Now it's nice and open, and like computer has room to breathe and all that stuff. Runny nose. Anyway, that's our computer hardware segment for this episode. Al, back dun dun dun. Uh, yeah, so Al. the weather is going right. No, um, <laughs> not too bad. 
So, uh, Four Heroes of Light, uh, it's a pretty cool game. I, I like playing it, and it's crazy because like I'm playing that now whenever I find a chance, which is rarely, but whenever I find a chance to actually play a game portably, portable, portable-like. Portable. 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 I find myself wanting to play this, although... I still have two really good but complex games on PSP, which I need to play, Persona and Nights in a Nightmare. Uh, I'm probably going to put some time into that today when I... Ooh, I got those, by the way. Momo's house. Uh, oh, you got those? I got Nights in a Nightmare, and then the free download code for Yggdra Union kicked in like that. So thank you, mm-hmm. PlayStation Store. Fantastic. If only you had a great online service like Xbox Live, but I like your store better. Somehow. For some reason. I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey. Um, shoot. You know, do you know why? Because I can download it to my PC. Oh, yeah. And I can that... manage it from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I do is um, I download it to the PS3. PS3 and, and manage it from there because you know, you know my my PSP doesn't have access to the store. But that's anyway. what's great about it is that you can. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, so I uh, I played that, and then I. Mm, I didn't really get to play anything else. That's messed up part. Like I, I bought and installed uh, Dragon Age Origins Ultimate, and I got it for like thirty-five dollars off of Amazon on, I think, Black Friday or Cyber Monday, one of them two. And you said that was a that was a, a direct download from Amazon. Uh huh. Direct download from Amazon. I didn't know they were doing that until you told me. Yeah, um, I didn't know they were doing it until I saw it. And I was waiting for Steam, waiting for Steam, waiting for Steam, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give it one more day and see if Steam's gonna give a sale on Dragon Age Origins. And they didn't, so I just got it. And they still haven't had a sale on Dragon Age Origins. So watch it come uh, two cents on like Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like, yeah, we're gonna give you our two cents on Christmas. Here's Dragon Age Origins for two cents. Wah, wah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I downloaded it and it actually crashed on the download which is really funny oh, uh, no 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 it didn't crash on the download it crashed on the install the first install that i did it crashed at the end i'm like fuck so then i went and started the game and it said your game is not installed please reinstall so then i repaired the installation and it worked but when i went into the game then my dlc was validated and i'm like oh come on so i thought well maybe it's because it crashed and i had to repair so i took it all out and I put it all back in and it worked fine and now it works but I actually didn't start the game yet because um, I I know it's gonna take forever for me to play that game. It's gonna be like Oblivion, where like you know I forever, walk like ever. three feet, huh? Forever, ever. Forever, ever. And um, you know I haven't even like gotten to level two in Oblivion, so it I'm I'm just being very patient with that. Mm. But the graphics look fucking awesome on this 5770 with this computer. Uh, even though I haven't actually gotten into the game, but I, I like from the title screen and the, the, the videos and stuff, and the, the the character creation screen, those you know, that's pretty much all I've seen of Dragon Age Origins, which is really bad. But anyway, uh, um, I wanted to play some Final Fantasy, but I haven't been able to. Um, and I think I wanted to play something for PS3, but I haven't been able to. I still have these two games that I bought that I haven't played yet. For Xbox, the uh, Spider-Man and Need for Speed. Haven't played those yet. And you were so hyped for Spider-Man. I listened to the episode, yeah. I still am. It's just that, <laughs> you know, there's shit like work in the way. And sleep, excuses. which I don't get. And excuses. 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 And, uh, 
I'm I'm gonna change this into what I bought and am looking forward to using. <laughs> uh, I went on Amazon just to be silly, and I bought um the Nyko Perfect Shot for Wii, the little pistol attachment for the Wii. Uh, have I seen that? I think I've seen that in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. The blue. Is it is it the one that actually looks like it's competent? Yeah. It okay. looks like a, a pistol, and I was reading reviews, and they're like, it's it's really good. Um, they say it has like a kickback to it. I'm like, what? Mm. Um, but like some people complained about it, and some other people didn't, and it just seemed like the complaints weren't really valid. So I went and bought them, they're like seven ninety nine a piece. I bought two, and I also bought a jazz book so I can bring it over twenty five dollars to get free shipping. Mm. Uh, Wait. So the the Nyko thing. I'm sorry. Just rewind to that for a bit. Sure. Um, is that something that mechanically hits the B button, or does it somehow have? Does it does it plug into the Wii Remote socket and somehow have its own trigger button that also acts as a B button? Because I, you know how Link's crossbow training that thing like that device was all it was was a mechanism that ended up pushing the B button like physically. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a like a like a an actual button that did anything on its own not, not that it would do anything on its own anyway but like it was it, it wasn't like it like it it had to physically come in contact with the trigger on the Wii mm. remote if that mechanism broke you couldn't do anything with it so i'm asking about the nyko thing like if it's actually its own kind of button that registers when you plug it in i think it's a mechanical thing uh-huh. um, only because it doesn't connect to the Wii remote but it allows you to connect the nunchuck to the Wii remote but unlike the Wii zapper you know how the Wii Zapper is made to be used with two hands, and the yep. Wii Remote and Nunchuck have to be like assembled onto the Zapper. Mm-hmm. The the Perfect Shot is meant to be used with one hand, obviously with the pistol, and you can manipulate the um, Nunchuck, the nunchuck your to other just hand. dangle. Yeah, uh, or okay. well, you can have it in your left hand if you play a game that so uses it. But it's of course not intended for games that are, uh, you know. We remote nunchuck shooter games like say Metroid Prime Three. You wouldn't want to play Metroid Prime Three with uh, a perfect shot, right? Because right. you you don't have that access to the button, the other buttons, and everything like that. So um, I got it mainly because it was seven ninety nine, because I think it's like a twenty dollar piece of hardware or something like that. Yeah, and uh, I think that it will encourage me to play these shooter games that I have, which are like you know Ghost Squad, House of Dead, Overkill, House of Dead Two and Three. And Umbrella Chronicles. Umbrella. So because I have all of those games, and uh, I, I haven't been wanting to play them because of the arm fatigue, uh-huh. uh, I hopefully will have – I probably will still get the arm fatigue, but at least it'll be more of like a instead of me holding the remote in a remote fashion and trying to shoot with it, I'll be holding a pistol in a gun-shaped fashion where my wrist won't be angled. Uh, oh, right, I see what you mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that I bought, and uh, what else did I buy? Um, I'm waiting for someone to just straight up come out with a Wii remote that has a pistol grip and has two B buttons. <laughs> that would be funny. Or just, or and, just, or, or, or fuck it, just a Wii remote that is a pistol grip, and then the very end is the IR sensor, but all the buttons are on the grip. Mm. I, I, no one's gonna buy that because it's so single use. Well, no, I mean you could. You could I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. Me. I I also uh, did I yeah. no. Oh, blah, blah. Yeah, I guess that was because the other thing I bought was Dragon Age, which I, I already mentioned. 
So, uh, yeah, my segment's done. How about you? What, oh, you, what are you playing? Mr. Well, I was going to try to segue into four, uh, like a full-blown four warriors of light discuss, uh, four heroes of light discussion because we both are at the same place and we're both playing it. Um, mm-hmm. But before I do that, since you already ruined it by actually talking about stuff, eh, uh, there's a tweet retweeted by Will Smith of, of Tesla.com. And I don't know what half of these things mean because I'm not sh- I'm not familiar with the technology, but I know where, what he's getting at. So someone wrote, the Intel Core i3-560 lacks AES-NI. Why? Product segmentation. Seriously, Intel? Clock speed, cache size, core count, hyperthreading, VT, I think it's virtual threading or something, TDP weren't enough. So basically, Intel currently has so many configurations for processors to segment the market for pricing concerns. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six different things that they include or not include. To, and now they're adding a seventh thing that they're going to take away in order to bring down the price. And it's like, at a certain point, who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> just offer it or, you know what I mean? Like, now that's, like, you have six different technologies to include or not include. How many permutations and combinations of, like, processor are now going to be in the market because of that? Was it like but, six times six times five times seven times six times five times four times three times two times one or something? Yeah, pretty much over that's, that's, something that's, or other. That's stupid. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 really bad. I mean, sometimes like, but a lot of it is based on what is produced out of their production because a lot of the chips, like say they make, you know, quad cores. Just as a simple example, and a certain percent of those quad cores, one of the cores is damaged. They'll sell those as triple cores. Right. As opposed to um, making a whole bunch of quad cores and locking off the fourth core and selling those as triple cores, which they do right. too. Yeah. They, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, that, that's so weird to me that they will take a more expensive product and disable it and then sell it for cheaper. And I know that's because they know that consumers are the more mainstream consumers are going to go for the cheaper product but it's like i i can it just kind of feels weird that this better technology is being wasted it, it's it's basically being wasted because they're, they're locking down the core now if they let you unlock it easily and and from what i remember it could have changed in the past 50 years because i don't follow intel that closely anymore and i know amd lets you unlock things sometimes at will mm-hmm. but i feel like intel doesn't let you unlock things like like that i don't know to tell you the truth um because i haven't had an intel board in in shit have i ever owned an intel board? well i guess my 386 was an intel board <laughs> <laughs> but yeah ever since um you know back in the 46 days i've had amd i've ne- i have not had a, a pentium in my house well that's a lie because that the laptop up here is a celeron but that's not really a pentium it's a laptop right. too, so that doesn't count. But I've not had a PC that was a um, uh, an Intel. The last, yeah, the last Intel I had was a Pentium three five hundred. Um, back when it was a when it was a Super Nintendo cartridge. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I had the, I had. the Athlon. And then that was that point that you introduced me to computer shows, and I started going AMD all the way because I was like, I'm like, I don't know how to pay for this. I think I paid like four hundred dollars for that thing, and I didn't realize that. Like, it was just like. Fuck that! Like, so so I started off with an eighteen hundred, and then I think the best overclocking I've ever gotten was I got a Barton Core twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. and stock cooling. I just ratcheted it up to three thousand because everyone on the forums was like, "Yo, you should buy this shit because you could get up to thirty two hundred on stock cooling." Andy freely admitted it, and they're just like, "Yo, we 
we got a lot of these fast cores, but we got to sell some of them for cheaper. So we're calling these, we're calling these uh, 2500s and like we're clocking them low. But if you want to overclock them, go ahead. Shit. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, shit, you know, this is, this is a lot. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. I am looking at the floor. And mm-hmm. I can get four hundred dollars off of a Dell laptop, priced ten ninety nine or more. Uh, itch, um, what? itch. Why? Because I I kind of want a real laptop and not my work laptop. Oh oh. Because my work laptop can't connect to Zoom, and I can't sync my Zoom. I have to wait till I get home. So all the podcasts I listen to are a week old. Oh damn. <laughs> and like, it, it just it, it's a work laptop, so you can't do everything that you want to it. Like, um. Certain. I'm, what was I trying to do? I was trying to install uh, the something that records uh, video straight from the screen. Um, mm. A WM capture. That's what it's called. You know, yeah. it works on my home PC, and I tried to do it on this laptop, and it wouldn't let me because like it had to install some codec that it didn't want to let me install. Ah. It is. Um. Plus, of course, uh, again, plus it's a work laptop, so I ha- you have to be careful about browsing and like if if people send me not safe for work links, you know, I can't. Look at them on this thing, unless I right. continually erase my cache, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you know, and 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 I'm always like weary of when I blog post and like I use profanity. I'm like, oh, should I really be posting, you know, on this? Game? You know what I mean? So it's just, <laughs> I, I like to have my own laptop, and I'd like to have one that plays Epic Games because on this thing, it's it's an Intel integrated chipset. Um, and while it's a you know while it's a Centrino two and it's it's a halfway decent processor, like it plays Plants vs Zombies just fine, but like I can't play um i i tried downloading and installing prey just for kicks just for kicks i knew it wasn't gonna work but i downloaded and i installed it and i turned off all the hardcore stuff and i set it at 640 by 40 it still ran at like 15 frames a second Damn. so you know it's not this is definitely this is not you know adequate um, at all and yeah and it's just be nice to have my own like desktop replacement laptop that i can do you know, carry around with me. When I'm, like, if I'm going on vacation, I want to bring that. I don't want to bring my work laptop. For real. Um, if I'm going to bring a laptop that's really heavy, and this one is somewhat heavy, it has this big bulky thing in the back for the battery. It's really stupid. It's a Lenovo. Thanks. Um, <laughs> like, I, if I'm going to carry something that's bulky and heavy, I, I want it to be able to play games. You know what I mean? So, I, like, I'd ra- if I'm yeah. going to expend the energy for that, I'd rather have it be on something that I really, really care more about. Um, so yeah, but that's that's really itchy, tempting. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, but for Heroes of Light, so, I mean, in general, just, you know, the, the whole, so the whole battle system, what do you think of it, you know, how they changed it up slightly and how everything is now based on action points? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I like the um, the way it works, whereas um, you're, you're talking about, like, say, the way the attacks are set up, where yeah. certain attacks attack the front row or the back row. Yeah, and, and just, just more to the point, basically how it's not Final Fantasy. Yeah, it, it it's got its own little originality there where uh first off attacks are set up for uh depending on what the weapon is, it attacks either the front row or the back row mm-hmm. as a primary. If the front row is the back row, then it'll attack anyway. Right. Um and spells also attack front row or back row like attack spells uh like fire well fire and arrows all I've seen so far. They only attack the back row as well, which is kind of weird because then now it's like, uh, are the, you know, you have to worry about monsters with elemental weaknesses and stuff like that being in the back row. 
but I'm assuming that there's other things that you'll be able to do later <clears> on <throat> down the line when you get more crowns. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm guessing. One thing that I found interesting, which I didn't realize in the beginning of the game, uh, was that Cure is based on triage. And yes, yeah. it, it, what that essentially means, if you don't know what triage means, uh, my one listener, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, when you cast Heal or Cure, it only cures the person, it automatically targets the cure to the person who has the lowest health. Right. And um, it, it works because you will always be guaranteed that the person who's in trouble is going to get healed. Right. And uh, what threw me off was that in the beginning when it was just me and the, uh, well, my main character and the second guy character – um, hey, it's Petey's online. He's online. He's um, online. He when it, doesn't appear to be online, and according to my thing, anyway, keep uh, going. When he was in my party, he party. had cure, and I had potions. And I'm trying to cast cure, thinking, oh, I have to select who I'm going to cure, and then it doesn't do that. It just it doesn't like goes into yeah. the battle, and I'm like, what the hell? He can only cure himself because he was only curing himself. Right, and I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. I'm gonna run out of potions. I'm gonna die, and there's no money. I can't go back to the town. I can't sell. Uh, I can't. You know, it's before I thought about selling gems. Right, and and also before uh, I realized. Well, I went too far into the game, and then the the curse hit the main town, so I couldn't do anything there anyway. Um, I was all concerned, but then I realized when I got the cure, and then I found a cure tome that it does it automatically based on whoever has the lowest health. And I'm like, oh, now this is really cool because now I can use it to my advantage. And I can take somebody who, say, may have cure and an attack spell, but then have somebody else who has cure uh, do the attack spell and then do the cure on the other person, and I'll guarantee that they'll be cured. Right. I, I, think, I, I think the funny thing about that is um, I, I'm interested to see how it evolves when you get to the higher levels where the person with the lowest hit points isn't necessarily the most vulnerable one. Like, for example, like if there's a class or whatever where my hit points aren't that high, but my defense is like gangster, right? Mm -hmm. So me getting hit isn't a huge deal, whereas if I'm a monk and I have a lot of hit points, but if I get hit once, I'd be screwed. So let's say someone has like, a hundred hit points left out of a hundred out of two hundred left over, and that's the high defense guy. And the monk, for example, has like a hundred and twelve out of three hundred left over. And like one hit to the monk is gonna take down like eighty hit points, whereas to the other guy is gonna take down like maybe fifty. And so when that cure automatically targets the monk, I'm sorry, the not monk, then it's like, all right, well the monk has more HP, that's why the game targeted the other guy, but now but but the monk is still more vulnerable by proxy of his class by by the nature of his class, you know what I mean. So yeah. I wonder how that's going to affect it. Um, I think it's very interesting that they take things into their own hands. Like I, I had sometimes I have a very specific way I like to battle. Like sometimes I like to hit um, three all, all three enemies on a field. But I shouldn't say three enemies because different games have different amount of enemies. Like I, sometimes I like to spread the wealth in round one and then cast a, a an all hit spell in round two. Or mm. do the reverse, cast an all hit spell in round one and then spread the wealth so that like um it you know it, it, it basically takes down everybody um evenly. Right. Instead right, right. of working on one and then working on the next one. Uh which doesn't which is isn't a strategy that I always use because it's not always the best one, obviously. But it's you know, it that's sometimes what I like to do. And you can't really do that in this 
unless like there's one enemy in front and one enemy in the rear, and that's all there is. So that's that's pretty interesting. Um, let's take a moment to bring Pete in. He he woke up. He has now uh, picked the lice out of his hair um, and Ew. the coal out of his eye. And so Ew. we're going to bring him in, and we'll be right back. in the show and pete is joining the conference say good morning to people pete good morning hey pete it's afternoon good afternoon hey pete hey pete hey. so pizza i'm back on with us oh al and i were just discussing uh four heroes of light uh final fantasy for the ds i totally reversed that final fantasy four heroes of light for the ds um i know you don't own a ds but you ha- have you seen have you been following any coverage on that it being a new Final Fantasy game, so they call. Uh, I've heard the name. Does that count? I guess. I guess. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, we we're just talking about because we're both playing it now. We're both kind of in the middle of the same area, um, and it changes things up quite a bit from regular Final Fantasy, where well, not Wait, like is it, Final... it's not a remake of the first one, is it? It is not. It is just its own spinoff that is made in the spirit of older school. Final Fantasies. That is why it's called Four Heroes of Light, because, you know, from the first one, they had the Four Heroes of Light and all that shit. Um, but it is its own game. Uh, again, in the spirit of old school. So, like, every character... And when I say old school, it doesn't necessarily mean old school Final Fantasy. It just means old school in general. So, like, it could also mean Lunar, right? Because each character has their own inventory back. That bugs me. Uh, <laughs> it's not something that I'm like, oh, they should change this, otherwise it's a bad game. But it's just something that I've never been a huge fan of. Um just because they i'm i'm okay with each person having their own inventory i'm not okay with them with with the cap of 15 items ah yeah Yeah, that that's uh, a difficulty maker because the thing is is that the equipment that you carry is also going to take up a slot and i don't i just i don't know how i feel about that well i know how i feel about that i don't like it (laughs) you know um i feel like and I know I know they did it on purpose because they wanted to make you strategize and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, some things just don't. You know, some things are agreeable and some things just aren't. I don't. I don't. I kind of don't like that. I wish that at the very least you'd have fifteen slots, all for items. Um, and okay, so like let's say maybe you'll have fifteen slots, and everything that's taken up by it is something that you have to hold or manage, right? So swords, spellbooks, all right. But like your helmet, your armor. Your gloves, your rings, or whatever, you, you should because you're wearing them, so you're not you, you, they're not in your bag, or you're not holding them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, they they, sh- they should be on you and not in your bag. Yeah, so that, that I, I guess it's just I, oh, we can make some innuendo out of that, but we won't. <laughs> um, but you know what I really like about that to to just totally switch gears is the day night cycle and how the music just kind of changes like that. Um, uh, oh, have you? Listen to the music during battle and gotten one of your characters in critical. Yes, and, and the music changes, changes like, suddenly like that. I was like, "What?" 
Um, it, don't they do something like that in Final Fantasy Thirteen as well? I know, I know, Pete. Pete, you were talking about that as well. Like you were saying about how when it gets low on health uh, or something, no, the screen flashes. Oh, the screen flashes. The, the that was what I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice it because on 360. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. No. I mean, it's not the fact that the music changes, but be- because I've heard that a lot. Like Zelda does that too. But the just like the composition of how they change the music is just such a jarring departure of the original song, but it's still the same thing. I really like the composition in this game. Um, yeah, it's pretty I, good. I still I still do get irritated in um Al I don't know how much you've listened to it because I know that sometimes you don't listen to the music in the games that you play mm-hmm. uh, if it's portable but I, I'm still kind of put off by the mixture of of MIDI instruments and eight bit square wave yeah it's weird I I, I it's, it's been a problem for me since the beginning days of the DS and the game no. Actually, it's been a problem with me since the beginning days of the Game Boy Advance, where the, the device was clearly capable of churning out higher quality sounding music, but sometimes would steadfastly choose to remain with older 8-bit. And at that time, I didn't take it as a stylistic choice. Like Mega Man Battle Network, all the music was in chiptune. Yep. And I feel like that would have worked when you were in the network, but like when you're out in the towns, like spice it up a bit. This is a new system. This is a new technology. Like, use it, you know? And, and that just bothered me for certain games that did that, when other games were clearly, like, moving ahead. Now, if you're talking about, like, a retro game, which this game is kind of trying to be, it's, you know, it's, kind, it's trying to be old school, I'd be okay with it. But again, like, they mix the chiptune in with some of the better-sounding instruments. And I, I'm like, for me, it's like, you should go one way or the other. Because chiptunes are very, very awesome when they're done right. And to me, the way you do it right is to, you know, keep it at chiptune. Unless you're like a DJ and you're making like a remix. Like when I'm in game, I guess I have a very certain picky stance about the way I want, you know, the game music to go. Um, <laughs> but. What? But. Have we come to a, 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 a heavy hit a wall? Well, with four four heroes of light, I'm I'm done with that. Cause okay. anyway, um, I, I would like to bring up something that I forgot. In fuck this you. Go ahead. Uh, and since Pete's here, I can also tell him. Remember last week when we were talking about Lim- um, Charles HD? Yeah. Yes. I missed that sale. Yeah, what? Don't- <laughs> yeah, it was over. It was over right after the podcast at one o'clock. Oh my god! You should turn <laughs> on. your... 360 while recording. Fuck. I did yeah. see that you bought Limbo, though. That was the other thing I was going to Ah, talk. finally, yes. How did you see that I bought Limbo? Because you put it on the Twitters. I did? Twitter.com slash DRedMage. Yes. You replied to Alex Navarro. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, because he finished it. And when he finished it, I said I bought it. Right. Yeah, and I, yeah. Meant, I was going to reply to both of you and be like, about fucking time on both counts. But <laughs> I did. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I bought Limbo because... Uh, Microsoft is having some Xbox Live deal sale thingy where if you buy uh, two games, you get 400 Microsoft points. Mm. And I'm still trying to figure out what that second game is going to be. I mean, it's quite a list of games of uh, that I wanted, uh, which do include Trials HD, but then at the same time, I'm like, shit, I could have gotten Trials HD for 800 points instead of 1200. Plants zombies for Xbox Live. No, I'm not getting <laughs> plans for zombies Xbox Live. But, I need to play um, that so I can get more achievements and plans for zombies. <laughs> um, so Bye. like, there were 
and then at the same time, like there are games that I wanted, and then I'm like, well, the time has passed, and I don't really want them anymore. Like uh, Hydro Thunder and um, Monday Night Combat. Like I really want Monday Night Combat, but at the same time, I feel like I'm on this no more games trip right now. Like I'm trying not to buy any more games because I know I'm not going to get to it for the next six months. So if I get something like Monday Night Combat, and then when I'm ready to play it, nobody's playing it. It's a waste of fucking money. Right. I would suggest um, that even though it's back to full price, Trials HD is still worth it. I bought it at full <laughs> price originally, and I was very happy with technically, my purchase. Technically, if I get it and I get the 400 points back, it's basically the same as me buying it from the sale. But at the same time, if I would have bought that from the sale, you would, would get 400 points extra. I would get 400 points extra. So No, because uh, if you yeah. bought it during the sale, it wouldn't have been during the promotional period. But I would have bought two other games during the promotional period. <laughs> right. So you would have... I would have Wait, three games and 400 points instead of two games for 400 points. All right. Hey, you should get Crazy one. Taxi and see how poorly that's aged. No, thank you. I have it for Dreamcast, and it has aged perfectly fine for me to play once a year. Once a year. Uh, <laughs> on, on September 9th. I, 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 I just meant graphically. Just graphically. Do you have CEDX, Al? No, Ooh, but I'm going to play it, and that's not on the list. Oh. Um, the games that are on the list are like uh, Castlevania HD... Hydro Thunder, Monday Night Combat, Hydrophobia. Oh, Dave, I didn't even know there was a specific list. Yeah. Um, Can you link that? I don't know if they have, but I will see. Because I'm thinking of it off the top of my head at the moment. Oh, because, yeah, I would like oh, to sorry, know go what's... Go ahead, I'm sorry, I just want to know what's on that list. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see, there's Limbo, there's... Um, the hell's I going to say? Uh, the other game, Trials. Well, there you go. Just get it. Wait, <laughs> wait. Best game you've listed so far. Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Ooh, ooh. Also, I already have that for Dreamcast, and I, but you can't play it online. Yeah, but I'm not gonna play it online. Not even if I ask you, asshole. I hate you. But I would just go up to your house and play. How often do you guys should come to my house? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there you go. Wow. What else do they have on that list that I can't see because I don't have my Xbox on? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying. I'm really trying to conjure this list right now. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't they know. make it so difficult to find Xbox lists on the internet. I was looking for a backwards compatibility list. Well, it's not that they make it so hard, but it's just like the the search phrase is so common that like when I was looking for like Xbox 360 backwards compatible list, the first things I saw were like a whole bunch of forum posts asking about it. And then finally, on the second page was the actual official Xbox site that had the list of backwards compatible games. I'm like. Thank you. Oh, uh, and then it's like a list of like backwards compatibility lists for PlayStation 3. You know, PlayStation 2 games, PlayStation 1 games, what works on which models and what doesn't. Same thing. What, what's backwards compatible on my PlayStation? Can you please give me a list? There was like 70 links to that. I'm exaggerating. but like I have the list of games in front of me, by the way. A okay. Quick search go. in Google turned it up. Oh, okay, All right. Okay. Oh, so that so one's real, good. Easy to find. Real quick. Comic Jumper, Super Meat Boy. Uh, if you don't have Super Meat Boy, just get that. Uh, I know you do. I know you do. Al. I'm talking to other mm-hmm. people. Uh, L- Limbo, Plants vs. Zombies, Laura Croft, Guardian of Light, Castlevania, Ooh, Harmony of Despair, Hydra yeah. Thunder, Monday Night Combo, Com- Monday, Monday Night Combo, Monday Night Combo, Black Light Tango Down, Toy Soldiers, which is I hear really good, and I kind of want it. Um, is, that, is that the the um, the tower defense game with the toy soldiers? Yes. Uh, do not get Black Light Tango Down. I heard terrible things about that. Wait. That is the Toy Soldiers is the one. It's not the one I'm thinking of. It's not called Small Soldiers, right? That's something. Toy Soldiers is the one that's like in a toy box. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're talking about the same. I think. Okay. 
So Trials HD, Shadow Complex, great game. Oh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Battlefield 1943, Death's Bank, and Death's Bank, the expansion, Thumbs yeah. of Virtue, Sonic 4, and Cosmic Quest. Cosmic Quest is pretty good, too. Sonic 4 is in that list? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, if I, I were, get, if I were to get the list as per joystick. Mm. If I were getting down on that, I would personally go for um, Shadow Complex, and I want to say uh, the Lara Croft one. Just because I forgot the first half of the list that you read off. Warcraft was in the first half. <laughs> um, oh, what else is in the first half? Out of the games I know Al doesn't have, I would suggest Trials HD. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm. I can't get Shadow Complex because I don't think that I will be able to play through it. I'm trying to look for like. You know, Limbo is the game that I'm gonna like sit and progress through. So then the other game has to be a, like a fuck around game or a short game, which I would think tr- between trial- Trials HD and if Sonic Four is actually on that list, I would highly consider Sonic Four. Well, as far as Limbo goes, it, it is your sit. It would be a great sit down game, and it actually is. But it's literally a sit down game and then get back up and you're done. Like it, it that is sounds good to me, but you know how much time I have hours. to play games. Do you know how long it would take me to finish a three-hour game nowadays? Yeah, but I, I guess what I was saying is that, that that could also easily be your fuck-around game because the checkpointing is so generous, and it's so short anyway, that like if you got another game, such as Shadow Complex, just for instance, just, just you know, hypothetically, mm-hmm. yeah. Shadow Complex could be the thing that you go through, and then Limbo is just like the whole... All right, let me let me try to get past this trap now, and then like you, you spend fifteen minutes on it, and you're like, okay, I'm done. I died a gruesome death, and it's awesome, and I'm gonna go back to something else. I'm just saying, it, like, it's not. I, I don't know how you like would. Actually I love how this has turned into the convince Al to buy certain games <laughs> podcast. Oh, I, I'm just saying, like, that, no, that's, I know, like, because Limbo but, was so short, like it, it could actually fit any kind of hole. Oh, yeah, I went there. Oh, so. that's what he said. Uh, well, my opinion on the matter is that I'm still trying to finish Assassin's Creed 2, and then right after yeah, I do don't that, buy any games. Just play that. Just beat that. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> beat that so like, you can pick up your copy of games. Brotherhood. Just exactly. don't miss the promotion period. Oh wait, wait, bring Brotherhood with you today. I know, no, no, it's okay. it's on where yeah. I was yeah, gonna just say, so you know, the promotion ends on the twentieth though, not like the end of the month. So oh, just yeah, keep I know. Mind. Yeah, I'll probably get it next week, uh, unless it's Sonic Four, which I'll get it just like in a few minutes. Yeah. Well, As an aside, I hate the way that like. You're not. They don't notify. Microsoft doesn't notify you when they actually dump the points in your account. Because like I did the promotion. I think it was October, whatever. Where if you spend like sixteen hundred or no, whatever the promotion was, I think you spend twenty four hundred and you get eight hundred. Either way, I did something where I was supposed to get points, and then I think they may have been added to my account, but I didn't remember what my actual account balance was. So I don't know if I actually got those points or not. Oh like, damn. So and there's they don't send you an email like, hey, we you know, because when you buy points, you get the email like, you know, you spend this mm-hmm. money, we get these points to your account. But when they just dump them in, I I mean, if if it if they did dump them, I did not get any kind of notification. Right. right. Yeah, I've heard so, that complaint from other people, too. Um, I mean, it's free. I probably shouldn't complain. But how do I know if I got it or not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. You're going to wait every single what? time. You're going to do the math, you know? Yeah. And did did you go and like buy those games, spend that, spend those points for the purpose of getting those points back, or I mean, not yeah, purpose, yeah, like I, I mean, I yeah. bought a bunch of stuff on the, because I knew I was going to be getting points back. Exactly. So then that's like, okay, you do that. Like I went and did this for this purpose, and now they're going to screw me and not give me my points, even though they probably did, but they just didn't tell me. Fuck, it sucks. <laughs> but I'm glad <laughs> I, I don't actually, really put points in my account like that, so I would notice. 
I actually found the list on Xbox.com thanks to Major Nelson, and so I guess to answer the question of what I would buy, what I would buy off of this, which I might actually go do, which I shouldn't, uh, because I have bought two other games that I shouldn't have bought <laughs> um, <laughs> already, and I'll talk about that. Uh, I yeah, so I'd go for either Lara Croft, not either, but I do one of the following, uh, two of the following: Lara Croft, Shadow Complex, um, Costume Quest, and possibly hydro thunder i don't know and the reason why i didn't say super meat boy is because i bought it on steam for 10 bucks because they had to buy it on both nope (laughs) nope i bought it on both and i bought the soundtrack good for you i'm just keeping it to one and i will get the soundtrack at some point too um have you tried playing the PC version yet? Because I, I I haven't I've, yet. I plan to this week. I, what was your the rest of your question? No, I was going to say I've been following Super Meat Boy on Twitter, and from all the tweets I've been seeing, it's a good thing if you're not playing it yet because apparently there's just like assloads of problems with the PC version, oh, okay. and he's like pushing out patches like like m- multiple patches a day. It seems like so. Mm, I'm okay. I'm glad I'm just putting it off for now. I'm glad it's, I got it on Steam then because Steam makes that patching process so easy. Well, like mm-hmm. that's the thing is the 360 version seems pretty like complete. It doesn't it's not having the problems that Steam versions have. So like while people are complaining about having problems with the Steam version, I'm just playing my 360 version until the Steam version's done. Right, but I have enough to play, so I'm not one of those people. So yes, uh, but I'm saying in terms of like in general, like things that need to be patched up, like like people were complaining heavily about the Xbox certification process for trying to patch up Fallout New Vegas. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. like on on PC, it's just like oh, this week uh, it's fixed. Okay, and like you know, meanwhile Microsoft is like, we have to certify this patch to make sure that it works, and it's being really slow and really annoying for New Vegas players, which I am not. So I don't really care about New Vegas at this point. Um. Anyway, yes. Wow, we went from four gar- four heroes of light to this shit. I also said four guardians of light as a Lara Croft. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> so um, the two games that I bought that I shouldn't have bought were Assassin's Creed Discovery for DS just because I've been on a crazy Assassin's Creed like like addiction. Like I'm not gonna go far back as to buy like Altair's Chronicles because that game looks terrible. Um, is that the PSP game? No, the PSP game is Bloodlines and that also looks terrible. Yeah, um, I, I played it uh later my job has it and I played it for a bit and I don't really like it. Yeah, I couldn't like yeah, it, it looks terrible from a gameplay standpoint. Um, it looks terrible from a visual standpoint. Like I like I was watching the Giant Bomb Quick Look again for the second time just to you know re re uh, reacquaint myself with it to see if maybe I should get it. Maybe I should just go ahead and get it because this has this has is great. And like he was sinking from a viewpoint, and it looks so pathetic. Like the camera is low and it circles around uh, Altair instead of the city. Like, it, it circles closer around Altair than farther away, so you can barely see the city. And what mm-hmm. you see of the city is, like, three buildings. It's so <laughs> it's so sad. That's why it's so close. Like, it's so demoralizing and sad that, like, it's been reduced to that. That And then these uh, Altair's Chronicles for DS, it's the first DS game. Um, it just, it has these stupid touchscreen minigames that, that make no sense, and then it's it just looks really wonky, whereas uh, Discovery for DS is a side-scroller. And it's a completely different game. And I was watching people on YouTube, like, I was comparing the two, and I was like, this one actually looks like a good game. Maybe it's a bad Assassin's Creed game, but it's a good game, period. And I'm I'm kind of, like, getting the, the jo- I'm jonesing for that universe, you know? Like, that mm. goddamn Assassin's Creed 2. Um, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm, 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 I'm 20 bucks, I'm gonna buy it. And then I once I bought it, like, I bought it, and then, like, 
I started talking about my backlog with this guy in the store, and we both started just rattling off all these things that we had to play and like how how like we have no time for it. And as, as soon as I stepped out of the store, I'm like looking at the bag and I'm like, what did I just do? <laughs> I just I added to my backlog. Yeah, and I and, and it's now it's in my backlog and now it's in my front log, which is backing up my backlog because it's like that's what's top of mind. That's the problem. I get a new game and I start playing it a little bit because I just want to see what it's like, and then I push everything back. You know, the other thing that I got was Miles Edgeworth. Oh, you got it. Just because it was standing right there and looking at me, going like, "Really, really, you're gonna buy a DS version of Assassin's Creed over me?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," and so I bought them both. Um, I haven't touched that one yet though, because I know once I play that, I really will be sucked in, and it'll be it'll be over, just done. Like Four Heroes of Light was a new purchase that backed up my backlog. Yeah. So th- this is like a chain reaction. It's like the multiplayer in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, the joke that Penny Arcade made, where like one dude kills another, and then another dude kills that person, another dude kills that person, and like just they just keep piling on each other because it's like a it's like a daisy chain kill. It's like there's a- one game delays another, which del- <sighs> anyway. Um, to talk about Assassin's Creed Two, uh, Discovery, um, and I- and I can't wait till you finish Assassin's Creed Two because I they so want to do a let's rebooting on that game, um, with all three of us, um. But discover so like I said, Discovery is a side-scrolling game. If have you have either of you ever played like the Game Boy Advance versions of Prince of Persia or Splinter Cell? How they turn yeah. those three games into like side-scrolling? Not. Um, no. So like yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things in the in the Game Boy Advance era where like yo, Nintendo's machine is going to sell out, and they're going to have a lot of audience. So we need to have a portable version of this, even if it sucks shit, you know. And so they they turn the 3d games into the 2d games somehow like with with splinter cell like they would have him hiding in doorways you'd press up to hide in doorways and then like you'd wait for the guy to walk past you you know stuff like that this is somewhat similar uh in that like the guards have a very very clear like distinctive line of sight uh and it shows on the screen uh it shows on the touch screen this this boxed area which is basically um how visible you are and so if, on the radar, if the soldiers or the guards ever come within that boxed area, that means they can see you. So you have to be hiding in a haystack or whatever. Um, but it actually – it's weird. I think I read it on IGN or GameSpot, but it, it feels more like a Sonic game in some spots because you're mostly running and jumping and like using momentum to, to, to get higher jumps. Um, and it, it ends up being a completely different game. It be, like it becomes this platformer where you're just supposed to find the best route to your objective, um, and you know avoid the occasional soldier. But the things that it takes from the Assassin's Creed universe really help me forget that it's not and it's it doesn't play like, at all like an Assassin's Creed game. Like, and I'm so, like over the course of this podcast, my nose has become more and more congested. Like just aggressively. I think it's your fault, Al. <laughs> um, Sorry. But like the the stealth kills. You know, basically, you just walk up behind a dude when he's not looking and just press Y. Like, I've seen about maybe three or four different animations, and all of them are delicious. Um, <laughs> like, like I think it's, let me see, is it a T game? I'm trying to look for where my DS is um, to see if it's a T game or or what. Um, it is it is T for teen, so there's no blood. But, like, there's a nice crunchy sound effect when you dip your blade. It's like, <laughs> um, and... Every every bit of dialogue is fully voiced. Um, I believe the same voice actor for the um, for the Ezio in the console versions is a voice actor for this one. And if it's not, it's a very good impersonator. Um, it continues the whole Borgia storyline. Um, and the funny thing is, 
you can tear down wanted posters just like in the console versions, but if you have a DSi, you can take a picture of your face. So I, took, <laughs> nice. I, took, I totally took a picture of my face, and it transformed it into like a, a black and tan outline, like a silhouette drawing instead, and it looks it looks really funny. Um, nice. But it's just, a, it's just a little touch. And again, it's not an Assassin's Creed game. Like, it doesn't play like one, but it's it's... It's one of those things where the developer took a look at the system and said, we can't do Assassin's Creed. How can we do it differently? If we do it differently, how should we do it differently so that it's exciting in a certain way? Like how they turned Age of Empires into a turn-based strategy game instead of a real-time strategy game. They did a fantastic job with that. Um, Actually, Gryptonite Games is the one who did the port for the Assassin's Creed 2 game. And they also did the port for um, Age of Mythology for DS. So... um, but yeah, I mean, like you should just check it out on YouTube. It's not like the greatest game in the world, but it's a nice distraction. Um, half the time, I get these games just to see like how well they've adapted to it. Like even if it's not a great game on an on an absolute level, like just you know knowing what limitations they had and how how they worked around it kind of like gives me like a feel good sensation when I'm like you know playing a game. I don't know why, but it just does. Um, but yeah, I was watching um, the 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 Bloodlines quick look like i was saying before and they have a totally different voice actor for altair hmm. like i don't know if you heard that from your playthrough but like the altair voice actor sounds like an actual middle eastern middle eastern person now and i can't really do an arab accent because it's terrible like i, I shouldn't have <laughs> said arab accent yeah because he doesn't sound like a, a a middle eastern person in Assassin's creed i should have said middle eastern not arab because that, that was very bad of me i apologize but um because I don't want to make it sound like every Middle Eastern person is an Arab, because that's just not true. <laughs> not true, exactly. Um, yeah, like, in, in the voice acting, like, in, in and that's another thing that I've been playing, was I went back to, I told you, I, I'm, like, got a heroin addiction to this franchise. I went back to, mm-hmm. like, Assassin's Creed, because I feel like I didn't play it right for the first half of my first playthrough of the first Assassin's Creed. Like, because remember, I told you that I was getting to all these fights, and I just kept on dying, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know how to play this game. And then finally, finally, after, like, after like two memory blocks, not even memories, but memory blocks, like I figured out, oh, this is how you're supposed to do things. And then after I played Assassin's Creed 2, I got a lot better at just the uni- like navigating the universe, so I went back to it just to play it again. Hmm. This actor's terrible. He's absolutely <laughs> horrible. Yeah, he's, he doesn't put any life into Altair. Yeah, he's like, it's like, my way is better. I killed him because he could warn people. I don't have to listen to you. You are my subordinate in rank and in skill. Robert, De, what's his name? Robert Dusab. Robert Dusab, uh, put that thing down. I will <laughs> now. <laughs> put that thing down. I mean, he didn't say that. But it's like, I know, but it's funny that how you said it because he, he could very well say that. Yeah. And almost everyone else is voice acted just fine. Like they, they like Al Walim is fine. Like the, like um, who is the guy who loses his arm? Um, I don't know. His voice <laughs> act is great. Uh, the guy who in a, who like the, one of the guys in the guild who's Altair's friend, but like accidentally always says like says shit about him. His voice acted great. Like the guy, you know, he was always just like like man, you did such a great job. It's a pity that everyone hates you. It's like thanks, <laughs> gee, thanks, thanks a lot, buddy. But like yeah, the voice act his, his voice act is bad. And then I heard it in the PlayStation Portable version, and I'm like, the the voice acting would be decent if it weren't for the fact that I'm used to Altair's flat delivery in the console versions. And now he just sounds like a caricature of himself because he put on the accent and he's like, it's like, I need to find what to go next. And like, it just sounds wrong because you're not used to Altair sounding like that. Yeah. It's like, who the hell is this? Um, it, it's just so bad, which is, which is why I'm glad that they got or either someone who's good at imitating it or the same guy to do the voice acting in the, in the second one 
for for Ezio because, oh. like I said, the, the Diaz version, um, the voice acting is pretty good. The fact that there's voice acting at all is you know, pretty. But you know what? I honestly would like to see um, them do an isometric Assassin's Creed for like for a portable system. What I mean by that is like if they had to put it out for a portable system, I'd like to see them give it a shot and do it. I don't make it in 3D because then you get bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Or you get, or you get like a, a fake 3D, like in Altair's. You should, you should, you guys should go look up Altair's Chronicles on YouTube. It looks like really janky, just janky. And two works on the merits of he just runs fast and it looks smooth. But like, I'd like to see him do an isometric thing. Like, I mean, I, I'm trying to think what kind of large scale games are there out there for DS. There are some. I mean, they're not large scale in the scale of Grand Theft Auto, but there are some that are pretty. Like, there's Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, which is top-down. I don't know that I'd want to see a top-down Assassin's Creed because there's no verticality. Right. Um, I'm really, really trying to think. Um, the other problem is then you don't have an analog D-pad and an and analog stick, you know, so then that gets kind of wonky. But, um, but yeah, so I was playing the regular Assassin's Creed, the, the first Assassin's Creed, and Pete, correct me if I'm wrong, you like that one better than two, right? Wait, which one? Assassin's Creed. I like the story. Like, okay, yeah. Like, we've been. I, I don't know how. Yes, to summarize this. <laughs> I remember I, I like. I like the setting and the character. Uh, I liked uh, Altair Altair better than Ezio, but that's just like personal taste. I wasn't like I never said it was a better game. I just yeah like it better and for personal reasons. I you know going through that again, I actually really do like the setting a lot. I can't say that I like it better, but I appreciate it a lot more this time around um, because it's it's represented in a way that's not really represented that much. It's like, yeah, you kind of get Age of Age of Empires, Age of Kings, but it's not it's not the same. Like the, the way that Assassin's Creed always just gives you the art of the era, like the the structures and the architecture and just the the you know the the general feel. It just does it so well. And despite the fact that I don't really like Assassin's Creed, like I really the second time around, I really do appreciate. That, that kind of Middle Ages era. Um, of course, the whole, like, you stealing my presents? Voice quote <laughs> keeps on happening over and over again. Every I single... I hand for that! Every single... Like, because this time, like, I went into it and I was doing the first uh, assassination mission. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get every single objective. And I got, I, I got an achievement for that, I guess. But I did mm-hmm. every single objective in the poor district of Damascus. And um, I was like... Every single mercenary plot, every single mercenary point that I had to save a citizen was just like, you dare steal to my present? I will have your hand for that. I'm like, I could have sworn that they had more voice cuts for that, but they don't. There's another one. It's like, you dirty thief. Oh, oh no, no, that's what it is. You dirty thief. I have your hand for that. Yeah, he yeah. goes, you dare steal my presents? That will cost you your life. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> it's like the only two things that they said. And then five times in a row, the people I saved, she was like, thank you. I'll make sure the town hears of your story. I'm like, thanks. I heard that like seven times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's funny going back to it now. It's it's so I like it better from the standpoint of like it's it's a it's a totally different experience because it's it's op- it's more open and less open at the same time, like. Each mission, like literally, they just dump you down there and let you go to your devices until you have to assassinate. But then it's like it's the same thing over and over again. Um, but like from a standpoint of like some, you know, sometimes you pick up a game and you just want to fuck around and do busy work, like freaking Viva, Viva Pinata. <laughs> but just you know, you don't. It's really... so funny that you just mentioned that. Why? Did you pick that up again? No, there's a deal going on on Games for Windows and like 
marketplace like the PC thing uh, store uh, for Viva Pinata, the original for, for the PC version for 99 cents. Oh, Deus Ex was on sale for 99 cents. I don't know if it's still on sale now, but if it's still on sale, you should go get it. People should go get it. Deus well, Ex. I, if I, I mean, I have Deus Ex on, you know, my Steam. Okay, that's fine. I have Viva Pinata on my 360, yeah. but I'm so tempted to get it for 99 cents on the yeah, PC. Just because it's 99 cents, right? Because like, I got it. How much you get it for? 99 cents. Did you have that already? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I got. Cents. I forget how how much I paid for the um the the game of the year edition and the um other thing the the sequel, but I already have uh, Deus Ex on disc. Right. But I'm like, fuck it, I'll I'll buy it anyway. Have it yeah, the Steam. the other thing is it doesn't play too nice with Windows XP. Oh, it does, well, I but like how I it's used... gonna play with Windows Seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the thing. But um. Yeah, so like it, it, Assassin's Creed One then becomes a, a fuck around game. Like, let me just like kind of go around and fight dudes and save citizens just because, and maybe I'll do the assassination. Like, I didn't really care about progressing in the story, but I completed the whole thing. And from a standpoint of busy work and just doing stuff, like I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, uh, it's a it's a cool way to pass time when I don't want to focus on a narrative. But it 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 also just feels so like I'm trying to find a good analog to this. It's like it's like playing Super Mario world and then going back to super mario brothers you can't go left you can't move back stages there are only two power-ups there are no secrets there's no nothing which is not to say that mario world mario super mario brothers is a bad game i'm just saying yeah in comparison it's like it's so it's so like such a shell of what it should have been you know, and that was my. I think that was a lot of people's complaints with the first Assassin's Creed is that it, it, it there's so much there and they just didn't do anything with it. But it's like the pickpocketing, um, the 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 chores around the city are all the same. Like how arbitrary they are. Um, it, it like it just it just made me like it made me feel like I don't know how people could have actually played this game and thought it was a good game. That's how much that I, I guess that that's just how high an opinion I hold for two and brotherhood, um, which is completely unreasonable. Like it, it has its own merits, you know. I think that it did some things good, well. Wow, that was bad grammar. Um, <laughs> but it's just one of those things. You go to the other game and just like, and it doesn't make this game obsolete because it's not one of those things where it's like we took we took everything in the first game and made it better. No, Assassin's Creed Two to me took the first game, threw it out, and reinvented itself. You know, like it, it threw out the whole mechanic, the whole structure of the game. It threw out the whole gameplay loop and made a completely new one. So it's a, it's a different game. So it doesn't make it obsolete. It just makes it. So, it just to me, it makes it so much worse in comparison. And, and I feel bad because like the universe, like like Pete was saying, the, the the setting is great. I don't particularly care for for Altair, but the setting is great. Um, the just like I want to go back into that world as much as I want it wanted to go back into the Renaissance. Like I love both. Uh, settings for both for both kind of games, and I say both because Brotherhood is more like an expansion pack to me. Oh right, right. But yeah, no, I, I, I it's I, I just think it's a shame. Um, I would love to see like I would love to see them, and this would never happen because they made a lot of money off of Assassin's Creed One, so they don't have to do it again. But I would so love to see um them just be like, you know what, you know, it would be fun. Let's just make Assassin's Creed One all over again, but make the gameplay like Assassin's Creed Two. I would love mm. to see that. Assassin's Creed Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Gaiden. I don't know. That that's what the DS games are. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see that. Um, but yeah, uh, I I might end up eBaying that game after I've had my fill of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
I just like climbing viewpoints. I'm a climbing freak. I don't because I don't do that in real life, so I might as well do it in a game. Oh shit! Um, I got NBA 2K11. Mark Echoes getting up, getting up. <laughs> yeah, I really actually did want to play that for a while. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> a lot of reviews said like this is shit, but like Gershman was like this is cool, so I'm not really sure what to think. Um, oh, shit, I just know that game's all about the verticality. <laughs> I I kind of stopped wanting to play that game because of Mark Echo. Yeah. Not because of the game itself. But um, NBA 2K11, I bought that. Um, I had um, – it was on sale for 40 bucks, and I, so I just said snag. So I bought it, and the thing about that um, is the whole Michael Jordan thing. Um, otherwise, like I wouldn't have bought it. But they, they, did a, they, they did this whole thing around Michael Jordan's career. They have these 10 Jordan challenges that take 10 like defining moments of his career. Not defining moments. I should say defining games of his career, and you have to reproduce them. Which I think is pretty cool. Um, it's it's kind of like the feeling that someone would like a diehard Beatles fan gets out of playing uh, Beatles Rock Band, mm-hmm. like how they recreated everything. Like in this case, it's like like Michael Jordan's coming out party was when he scored sixty three points in that playoff game against the Celtics. Do that, and it's like okay, I'll score sixty three points, but like yeah, but also you have to get six assists and shoot over fifty percent from the field. And I'm like I I, I can't do that. Wow. Like they they give you eight minute quarters. I don't know if you can up that. I'm sure you can change the the timing on that. But like they defaulted to eight minute quarters. So I'm like, all right, I'm just play the eight minute quarters. And like a, a basketball game is twelve minutes per quarter. Usually scores like the average score is like in the nineties. So like there's there there is there's there's a little bit of leeway if if I played with twelve minute quarters to 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 just have Jordan be a ball hog and get those sixty three points and then keep on passing to get those assists. But they gave me eight minutes only, so I'm like, how am I going to do this? And by the end of the game, he had scored, I want to say, 63 out of the total 78 points of the game. So basically, like, every trip down, I gave him the ball and forced him to shoot over and over. <laughs> and and, and how, how tired did he become? Um, his, his bars went down to, like, two out of five, but, like, it didn't affect him because he's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like, he um, I, I I actually got to the point where I sat him for like thirty seconds to get to get him some rest. But um, like I, I just think like I, it's not going to mean anything to, to 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 people who don't like sports or basketball, like all all of that shit I'm saying. So I'm just saying that from a from an experience standpoint, like like two two K sports did a very good job of again making it an authentic experience, making it like that Beatles rock band experience. Um, and I think for anybody who who like who even has a smidgen of of liking for basketball but doesn't really you know play any sports games should give this one a try for the novelty factor alone um 2k sports has been really good about making the players on the court look like they do in real life and i don't mean that they actually look like their human counterparts because all sports games still have this really big problem of giving people the wrong hair or making them look like mutants or hunchbacks and (laughs) so like some of the players just look like complete and utter vomit. It's like it's like this does not look like that dude. What are you doing? But in terms of their mannerisms, like like when you watch a basketball game, certain players shoot in a certain way that's very identifiable. Reggie Miller has a very distinctive shot. Michael Jordan has a very distinctive shot. You can see it today in Kobe Bryant because all Kobe Bryant does is imitate Michael Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. But which is not necessarily a bad thing. But fuck him. Uh, and. You know, if you watch, if you look at somebody playing NBA 2K11, you're like, that's Michael. Like, even if you don't see the back of his jersey, you'd be like, that's Michael Jordan who shot that basketball because it looks exactly like he did. And you know, all the up and unders, the scoop layups, like the dunks, the 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 the, 
the flair that Michael Jordan added to the way that he played is all represented there. And it's it's kind of awesome just how authentic it is. Um, the, the other problem with – the other problem, I should say. The problem with the game is that they made and, – and it's really my problem. They made it so authentic um, that like every every year it gets harder and harder. Because mm. every year that you know play they get better and better at making basketball players play basketball, which means that they play better defense. Which means that someone who sucks at the game like me has to put it on rookie in order to play. Mm, yeah, it's kind of like football with me and how You're on rookie. Well, I don't play on rookie, but I <laughs> I don't play it on rookie. Not like you, but I, I play it on like regular. But right. uh, sorry, I still get my ass kicked. A lot, yeah. By the computer, like they they'll know exactly what to do to beat your ass. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, man? Fuck beat you, that, beat that ass. But um, uh, yesterday I saw I did the 63 point challenge, and I was at um, I think I was at uh 63. What's the math? 63. I was at 58 points, so I needed to score five or more points to to reach my goal. I had already passed enough to get the six assists, and I was shooting pretty well. So unless like I absolutely tanked. Like I would have ended up with the fifty percent success rate, so I was I was set on those two, but I needed that third one, um, and it was like it was um there was like a minute and eleven seconds to go in the game, and like I I I inbounded the ball to Jordan, and like because the momentum of the game is so realistic, like I accidentally pressed down on the analog stick, so he was running towards half court, and when I tried to turn him around. He, his momentum was such that he couldn't stop, and he went over half court, and I lost the ball. And I still had to score six points in, like, one minute. I'm like, how are you going to do this? Holy shit. Um, and, like, they fouled me, so that stopped the clock and whatever. So it got down to the point where I had to get one more basket, just one more basket. And there were 4.4 seconds left on the clock. And, like, I inbounded it to him, and he, he took the shot, and it, and it went in with, like, 0.7 seconds left. And I just jumped up, and I was like, yeah! And I looked around, and I'm like, there's no one around watching this. Is ah. There- Okay, good. Yeah, because I don't want to jump up and look like a fool in front of people. I was just like, I just, I, I just hope my you know sister didn't walk in the room. But I, okay, good. Yeah, I know, so yeah, was, I know the feeling. But I think I think they probably tweak it so that it helps you fulfill that goal because one of his defining moments is uh, in 1992 against the Blazers is he hit six three pointers in the first half of one of the playoff games and he shrugged. He does this shrug like like I'm just awesome. I don't know what to do about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm sure that if you've ever seen any basketball games that talk about highlights like that, that highlight historic moments, like you've seen the shrug, that's what it's called. The shrug. Um, if you just YouTube the shrug, you'll see what you know, he just basically bombs from long range, long range. And then just, you know, turns around. It's like, just, oh yeah, well, it's right. Whatever. Yeah. It, it wasn't like a, whatever. He was just like, it, it's more like a, oh, I, it's, I, like I a it's like a, it's like, I don't I know, dude. Like, I don't know. What can I say? Like you all yeah. suck at better than you. Um, but hitting three pointers in that game with him, at least in that first sixty-three point game, because he wasn't a long range shooter at that point, was hard. So I'm like, how am I supposed to hit six in the first half? And so they must like give you some kind of assistance. And there was there was like a joke going around on the basketball email thread that was like, because there was this one game where he had the flu and he was still playing and he scored thirty-seven points in single hand, like almost single handedly brought the Bulls to that win while he was sick and dizzy and vomiting. Um, like he like they should like the side court. The, the, the half court cameras were showing him like on the side like like toppling over in his chair. He was that sick. Um, unless of course he was making it all up to cement his legacy, which you know someone with a big ego isn't beyond doing. Um, but like someone was joking, it was like, do they like decrease all of his stats for that game and make him and like give you like three bars of fatigue because he was sick? <laughs> and I was like, that would be majorly suck ass because then it would be so hard to like achieve that goal. Anyway, uh, 
That's sportsmans and basketball people shooting balls through hoops, and no one cares about sports except for me, so I'm just going to move on. Um, we haven't asked Pete what he's been playing. No, but I have, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Because there's one last thing I've been playing. Oh, okay. Beat. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, I got last Tuesday in the mail, and I put it in before I flew out to Florida, and I put in a good six hours of Brotherhood before I flew out. And then I came back on Saturday night. I think I maybe played it for a couple of hours, maybe maybe just two hours. I went to sleep. On Sunday, I played it for um, another like two hours in the night. And then, no, I'm lying. I'm totally lying because I'm totally blocking <laughs> off the memory of going to sleep. I actually played it from like, I must have played it from like a little bit in the afternoon and then from like midnight to like four. And then I did the same thing. Um, on Monday, before I had to fly out, because my flight was at 10.30, I needed to get at least a good six hours of sleep because I get one hour on the plane. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Oh. I put it in at midnight, and I played it until 3.30 again, and I beat it. I beat the single player, uh, and I still am going back and doing more tasks in the single player because I'm a nut like that. I'm not even a completionist. I just want to have an excuse to keep on looking at that game in single player. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk about some of the things that they did with that game, because I want to save it for you, Al. And, and Pete, have you played that yet? No. Have you watched any coverage of it? No, uh, like, all I've, heard, I've heard stuff on podcasts about it, but, you know, I want to generally avoid stuff about it, because I'm yeah. going to play it at some point. So I have a, um, I have a trial about, about it. I recorded it earlier this week, but I just didn't have the time to actually edit it and put it up. So I'll, I'll put that up later for anyone who wants it. Who wants Should to... I avoid that, too? Uh, avoid it, yeah, because I... I I talk about the story. Like, I literally say, oh, so the ending here is, you know, uh, d- yeah, avoid that with, the like, like the plague. Um, but I was telling you, Al, before, there are plenty of Shaq face moments with the gameplay. Unbelievable. Like, the abilities that they give you to do. Um, ah, I just want to fucking tell you, but I don't want to spoil it, because once you come upon you'll know what it is when you finally do it and see it happen the right way. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Will it be like uh, God of War? Oh shit! Um, what was your God of War? Oh shit! Uh, well, plenty of things like in God of War two when he rips the wings off of Icarus. Um, that's an it, oh shit moment. Yeah, it's less of a thing where it's kind of like part of this. That's no, not part of the story. I shouldn't say that. It's the, oh, you're talking about like the. I'm just talking about events that occur that make you go oh shit. Yeah, I mean it's an event, but it's a gameplay thing where like. It's one of those things where you do it, and then you'll want to do it again and again. Oh, it's a technique. It's, it's not, te- a, it's not yes. something that you see that makes you go, oh, shit. Right. It's a technique that makes you go, oh, shit. But when you see the technique happen, you go, oh, shit. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> it's both. Um, Pete, you might know what I'm talking about from having listened to the podcast talk about that. Um, but, yeah, uh, all I can say is um, you, you might not know it when you first gain that ability – but just look every. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I think it just clicked. <laughs> yeah. Just look at this, Al. Just look very carefully at the screen when you invoke that ability. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Just look closely at the screen at what's happening, and where what's happening comes from. Because it's just like I, the first time I did it, like in a certain way. Like I I, I had done this this uh, technique um, a few times. And I was just giddy from like, oh shit, look at that. Look, look, look at what's happening on the screen. And then I did it in a certain way that was like double that, that because I wasn't in the right position to do it. You know what? 
Just fucking play the game. Yeah, this was Please. this would be mad confusing to somebody who doesn't understand Please. what you're talking about. Because it was confusing ah, until I, I realized it. Just you know, speed through two and then play three, so you can shack face. Oh my god, that like, oh. I um, wish I had time to actually fucking play anything. Colin, sick. Get like I can't. Or something. Or I, bring I need my paycheck. Bring your 360 to work instead of your PSP or something. <laughs> I bring my PSP and my DS. I don't even touch them at work nowadays. Uh, no bueno. But yeah, no, it's um, I think it's a better game than Assassin's Creed 2. Mm-hmm. And it should be because it's a refinement of everything that Assassin's Creed 2 did. Um, it From a gameplay perspective, from the mechanics and the techniques, it sort of makes Assassin's Creed 2 obsolete. But it doesn't because Assassin's Creed 2 again has its own world and has its own missions and has its own things. And so two, it's like I would never ever say skip two and play Brotherhood. Even even not talking about the story, forget about the story. Like, no, like two is such a good game that regardless of the fact that Brotherhood makes it better, you, you still need to play two for its missions and all the things that like you should not skip it to anyone who's okay. listening. Um but it the the thing that I will talk about, and hopefully this isn't spoilery, out okay, so so before I even go on, like what do you, Al, because Al, I think you know less than Pete does at this point. What do you know about the game? Nothing. Like, <laughs> I really have put myself away takes from place. any. Mm, I, does it still take place in Italy? I'm, I'm asking you. I'm not going to If you don't know, I'm not going to say it. No, I, I, I don't. don't. know what takes place. I, don't, I really don't know anything other than the fact that it's a four-player, multiplayer. Eight-player. Game. Eight? Six. I think I think it's six to eight. Okay. Four to eight. So, so, eight. so yeah. I, I know absolutely nothing about this game then. Uh, do you, so you don't know who the protagonist is? Not really. Okay. So I will say this, that the noticeable change in structure is that in Assassin's Creed 2, Ezio uh, goes through different cities, right? Each self-contained city, like Tuscany, uh, there's a fort at Forli, which is near Rome. Um, you're in Venice right now, right? Mm-hmm. Venice and Florence, right? Four, three to four areas. Each somewhat small but somewhat big self-contained you travel between them uh in brotherhood the area that you are in is a gigantic one like just one whole gigantic level like a ginormous city um completely seamless um there is no like like in, in in two you would leave florence to go to uh to go to venice and there would be like a tiny loading screen in Assassin's Creed 1, you'd leave uh, Masyaf to go to Damascus or to go to Accra or to go to Jerusalem. Slight loading right. screen. No, none of that shit. You could start at the upper left-hand corner of the map, do an entire clockwise, counterclockwise journey through the entire map, and then spiral in towards the center with nary a loading time. Sounds good. Gigantic city. It's all and, streamed. Yeah, and, and that's both good and bad. It's good because it's like gigantic gigantic city and you're never at a lack for something to explore or do and it's all continuous it all just feels organic mm-hmm. by the same token i personally felt that it was harder to it was harder to get to know this city than it was to get to know florence and get to know venice and get to know tuscany like because it's so big you end up just following the markers and you don't necessarily look at your surroundings all that much that's just the way that i play and so when i'm playing assassin's creed one and two like eventually i start to i don't start to learn it on a street level like that intimately but just a general like oh i'm in this spot and where i need to go is in this direction i know where my landmarks are in brotherhood 
no, that, like that's not happening because I, I haven't absorbed everything yet, and it's so hard to like distinguish where should I go, uh, from where, where's my landmarks, you know, because just because it's that giant. Um, and if anybody's worried about traversing the city, like they they let you use uh, other means of travel to get to places in the city, so it's not like you have to walk everywhere. But it's still it still gives me gives me that vibe of I can't really get intimate with the city. You know what I mean? It, it, like it's hard to get to know very well. And that's the that's the type of thing that's kind of turned me off from most Grand Theft Auto games, except for Grand Theft Auto Four. I'm still interested in trying because it's supposed to be like New York, and I I I, right. I, I would like to think that I would know it. Pete, did you play Grand Theft Auto Four? Yeah, not all of it, but I played it. Did, uh, I can't remember if you've been to New York. Like it, it, I know you've been here. Yeah, but actually, like hung around here and like gone places and stayed at people's places and like gotten to see the city. Okay, I I haven't like dwelled in the city, right? If that makes sense. I've visited the city like for a day trip, right? Do, from your recollection, do you kind of feel like Grand Theft Auto Four is a decent representation of New York? Not on an exact level, but on a, hey, like this area is sort of familiar. And if I, I look feel in this like direction, it evokes, I feel like it evokes the feeling of New York. Uh huh. From so, a non-New Yorker's perspective, right? But which is fine, like. Uh, from a perspective of like, I remember that if I was in this area and I looked in this direction, I would see a certain landmark. And hey, Grand Theft Auto Four, it does that too. Is that, to, in your estimation, is that true? Um, I never actually really thought it like like did that. Like I wouldn't. Okay. I don't know the layout of New York well enough to be like, okay, this is where I theoretically would be in New York. So if I turn over there, there will be that building or something. Right. Okay. Now I, I just bring that up just because like that's the type of thing that i'm missing from brotherhood so far and maybe it's just a matter of my style of play that i haven't been paying close enough attention to you know the surroundings as opposed to the radar <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> um th that's kind of how i would probably end up really really sucking at halo because i just look at the radar instead but i don't play halo anyway so fuck that game anyway uh pete hey oh my god i'm What's on this up? podcast <laughs> no uh we gotta go so um all right see you for out no what have you been playing um, nothing important. I beat Super Meat Boy nice. Light World version. Um, not with all A pluses. Just went through to beat the you know the story. Uh, get that Super Meat Boy ending. Um, which is actually pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, I beat it. And tofu. what's that? I said Super Tofu Boy. Yeah, which is patched into the PC version. So when I get to play that, that'll be awesome. Um, for those who don't know, Peta made a Super Meat Boy knockoff. Uh, called Super Tofu Boy because Peta's, you know, clever like that. Um, uh, just shoot. And, stop. Just stop. And uh, it's, I, it's funny because they actually, like, they straight up use Super Meat Boy characters in their parody. Like, they use Dr. Fetus and they use Super Meat Boy and they use Bandage Girl. Um, but, like, Tofu Boy is the hero. Uh, so Super Meat Boy, rather than suing them, decided, okay, we'll just take your character and put it back in our game. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, uh, and they made to from what I heard, they made Tofu Boy really weak and bad, and <laughs> That's even not better. Tasting. Excellent. That's even better. Um, yeah, uh, so I can't wait to get in and play that. Um, People should just make it. Uh, I'm I'm call a call to arms right now. Okay, people record Tofu Boy dying in various gruesome ways. Just record I'm sure it. there's videos on YouTube of it already. Right, and just like compile it into like a list of a hundred uh, ninety nine Tofu Boy deaths and send it to Peta. Please, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I went ahead and beat that, and um, I will go back and try to uh, like 
you know, A plus the light worlds. And then I'll well, actually I might try to just beat Dark World without A pluses and then go through and try to A plus everything to get my 100 percent. Because when you beat it on the light world, you get unending. But it, it sort of tells you you have to beat it on the dark world to get the true ending. Oh. Um, and then I don't know if you get any other extra endings for like a plusing it, everything or whatever. But that'll come later. But um, man, even in light world, the last like couple stages, or whatever, like the la- I don't remember if it was the last stage specifically. No, not the last stage specifically. One of the last stages anyway is like fucking ridiculous. I don't even want to see the dark world version of it. I don't know <laughs> like if I'll be able to open up the dark world version of it or what. But like, oh, man, like Des was watching me play it. I swear I must have played. I must have put in over like 100, 200 retries right just there, then and there like you know, like without stopping, just constantly going and going and going and going. And I learned that there is a limit to the amount of previous Meat Boys that they'll show dying. Yeah, they'll show, yeah. Uh, wow, at, you reached that level. plateau. Yeah, like well like, beyond it because like I remember tracking like, like halfway through. Yeah, I, I remembered certain deaths from throughout my experience. I was like, man, I can't wait to see, you know, all these Meat Boys and like when it actually ended, I was like, hey, where's that death that happened here or over right. here, you know? Um, right. So yeah, like, uh, but it was just insane. And uh, I for that one, that was the only time I've, the, that was the only level I've ever had to do. And I don't want to say any names of them or anything, because like I don't want to give stuff away for the like later stages of Super Meat Boy. Um, but uh, yeah, like for that one level, I actually had to go on YouTube and watch a couple video replays of other to people see doing how it. it was done. Yeah. Um, and even then, it didn't make it easier. It just made right. it like, okay, at least I'm trying to do it like, the right way or whatever. I, now I know what I what now I know what I'm supposed to do, even though I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that like I'm glad I beat that. Uh, I'll go back to that at some point. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I gotta say to answer that Twitter question because I was thinking about it, like that I, that I that I asked last week. This would now be the game that I'm hyped for. Oh, like, Super Meat Boy. Yeah, because like. It would have been Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, but I beat it. So <laughs> I played it, beat it. So that that's gone. But this, like, I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm really, really hyped for it. But once I start playing it and I get mad at it, I'm gonna like fuck this game. I hate it. And then go back, go right back to it the next week. And be like, I'm sorry. I want to keep playing. I hate you. Um, I see. In anticipation of it, I even brought my Super Joy USB Joy or whatever they call that thing that lets you hook up a SNES controller to your PC. I mm-hmm. even brought that with me so that I could play Super Meat Boy with a Super Nintendo controller on my laptop. And then I just chose to watch Jaws instead. Because <laughs> I had never seen Jaws before. Like, people claim that I've seen it with them, but, like, I, I was so young that I don't remember it at all. Man, so, I can't imagine playing it with a Super NES pad. <laughs> like, I, I would just snap that pad in half, I think. Because because it's so aggravating or because... Yeah, well, like, my grip gets so tight on the pad uh, and, like... You know, I'm probably exerting a lot of pressure and the, right, the right. 360 pad is pretty beefy. Um, but a Super NES pad, man. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, other than that, I uh, once again went back into the world of Mass Effect, the first game. Um, but I've given up on well, not given up, but I've put aside my quest to, you know, try to get all the achievements in favor of just getting through the game with a character I want to bring into the sequel. Um because for those of you who may or may not remember, uh, for a while, like, I don't know, so maybe it was over the summer or something. I, don't, I was playing it again, um, trying to go through and get achievements. But I was my plan was to get like play through with a character that I wasn't even interested in bringing as a sequel to get achievements. And then I was going to play through with another character that I was going to bring a sequel. So I just skipped the middleman part. Um, uh, so, yeah, I like put in about like 10 hours into that yesterday. Um, 
and I'm probably about a quarter to a third of the way through the main stuff. Um, and you know, I'm gonna, but this character, I'm gonna have to do everything again. But I'm, I'm specifically going through with like a, uh, like a list of like a plan for how to tackle the game so I can, you know, get just power through it. Um, so I'm not like just wandering and wasting time, uh, so that I can get to the sequel because it's, you know, this, what's today's date? December 4th, 5th. What is today? The 4th. fourth. So, you know, uh, a couple, a couple of weeks from now, there's going to be a lot of podcasts putting up and like just websites in general and stuff talking about end of year or uh, like game of the year type stuff. And I know that Mass Effect 2 is going to be talked about. And if Giant Bomb follows their pattern for how they talk about, you know, game of the year stuff, uh, if Mass Effect is included, which it will be, they'll probably spoil a lot of stuff about it. So um, I'm hoping to get to this, you know, my playthrough of the original Mass Effect. Uh, if not this coming week, then within, you know, by next weekend, um, like because I have today off, I'll play it and then I'll I'll play it throughout the week. And by you know next week, when I have a couple more days off, hopefully finish it up and then jump right into Mass Effect 2 um, so that I don't have to put off listening to Game of the Year stuff. Right. Or watching it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that's Assassin's Creed well, <laughs> so to kill this dead space. <laughs> I was waiting for that. What else have I played? Um, I don't think I played. I played some uh, iPhone games and yeah, nobody cares about those. What are you been playing? Um, what like what have I been playing? You know, I'm playing funny. a lot of this, like control still, but uh, there's actually a new iPhone game that I found to be really addicting. Is it Zadone? No, no. I don't know if you can get it on your Androids or whatever, but uh, it's called. Um, let me open up real quick because I forget the exact name of it. Um, if I can find it, oh my god, where is it? Where is it? While you're Hang looking, on. it's really funny because I was looking for videos of Assassin's Creed uh, Discovery just to see more, and there's an iPhone and Android version of that too. That's coming. Oh yeah, yeah. I've. Uh, it, it's not available. It wasn't. Version. Was it? Say again. I played the demo version of one of the Assassin's Creed iPhone games. I don't remember which one it was. It may have been uh, what, 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 there's Discovery. That's the Discovery new one, right? is Assassin's Creed Two. It's the one with Ezio. And then so Altair Chronicles. Altair Chronicles is the one with uh, the one with Altair is the first one. It's the shittier one. And then there's Bloodlines, which is Bloodlines is the PSP one. Okay, oh, I, don't think, I don't think that ever came out on any portable on any. Okay, mobile. so then it was Altair's Chronicles. I think I played the demo of, and it wasn't that good on the iPhone. See, I went, I went looking for uh, Assassin's Creed Discovery, and I found it on my marketplace, and I downloaded it, and it was a really, really shitty cell phone game. And when I say cell phone game, I mean, like, this was meant, this was probably meant to be played with cell phone buttons, like, up, down, left, and right, and, like, because, because there are no other controls. Like, it was, it was really, it was a really bad side scroll that looked nothing like the DS version that I have, and it looked nothing like the mobile version that they were showing on YouTube. So I'm thinking that that game is the only one that Verizon is letting on their network, and all other Android devices will have access to that other one, which I was just like, fuck you. I just wasted three bucks on you, and I'm going to delete you in defiance. Um, but that was really Is this good. the Game Loft one? Was it my Game Loft? I don't even know. It probably I did is. A search, and I, the only Assassin's Creed game that I saw in my list was made by Game Loft. It's really funny. Like, uh, the YouTube video was showing, you know, was, was showing Discovery Run, and it was running at a pretty decently high resolution because those phones are higher resolution than, than you know, the DS. And, like, there were, like, half of the comps were like, why do I need my DS again? And I'm like, because you want to actually be able to play the game, you dumbasses. Like, I would not want to, again, just really shortly, as if you don't know what I'm going to say, I would rather not play that game on any phone. 
I would like to play it like a real video game with a D-pad and buttons. Just saying, Mr. Fuck just saying. Just saying. Hashtag, hashtag just saying. Oh, so what game was it, Pete? Did you find it? Yes. It's called Deep Deep Dungeon. Um, <laughs> really? Double Entendre. Yeah. Uh, it's a dungeon crawler game, um, but it's really simple, and it uses, at least for the iPhone, it uses the touch mechanics fairly well, in my opinion, because uh, there's... Uh, not much that you have to do touch wise. Like what you do is uh, you're, touch you touch it. You pick a character and you start off in a dungeon, and it's uh, it's isometric. Um, and each like dungeon step is like one tile away or whatever. So you just you click uh, a tile away, left, right. Well, actually, you know, like you know, it's uh, diagonal. So whatever. Anyway, you click a tile step away and you walk there, and you just <clears throat> go through this dungeon tile by tile, and on each tile there's a chance of there being a monster or a treasure chest or something like that, and maybe more stuff later on as you go deeper into the dungeon. Um, but when you step on like a monster or whatever, whatever you you know, you go into a, a battle, and it's old school style like Dragon Quest, where it's like you know you just see the the like the backdrop of the cavern behind you and the monster caricature, you know, uh, 2D spray, whatever, right in front of you. Um, mm-hmm. And what it does is for uh, combat, you can tap pretty much anywhere on the screen. There's a, like, a real-time, uh, like, uh, scrolling bar thing going across the bottom of the screen. And depending on the weapon and your skill in it, um, you have, uh, there's an area where you can miss your attack. Uh, there's a general yellow bar where if you hit stop anywhere in that yellow bar, it's a general hit. And then there's, like, a small, like, red part of the bar where it's critical. Yeah, so I'm you looking just... at screenshots right now. Okay. Uh, it helps, so you... helps understand that, yeah. Yeah, you just tap, and wherever the that's the sword icon or whatever lands is whether or not you're going to hit. Um, and so you do you hit, you deal damage. It's their turn. It's kind of like turn based in that it's like you swing. It's not uh, active time battle. It's turn based battle. So uh, yeah. Um, and then I don't know if again I don't know if things progress later where if you can get like magic spells or other stuff to do b- during combat. But right now I'm just like a chick fighter using a rapier, and uh, you know I'm just like. Swinging away at monsters, and um, after the battle, you can you know decide to heal up or whatever. It and looks so Japanese. It it, it kind of is, but it's like there's not really any story or anything to it. It's it's. Oh, really I just simple. meant the art style. I just meant the art style. This this ogre thing that the dude's fighting looks like. A yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, it definitely has some like uh, classic RPG style. Uh, again, caricatures of of creatures or whatever uh you fight things like you know like regular tropes you know spiders bats um ogres like you said uh and then there's like at one point i think i came across like a what is it it's a walking piece of celery or something like that and i don't think it's an actual piece of celery it's something weird it's like i think it's like wandering sapling or something it's something weird uh but uh yeah so you uh it's it's a very risk versus reward type of thing because you can keep going down in the dungeon and fighting and fighting, but if you die at any point, you get teleported back to the uh to the like hub, uh, which is a shop area. Um and if you die during the dungeon, then you lose half of your gold that you collected. Mm-hmm. Uh or at any point during the dungeon, you can choose to just warp back to the hub with whatever you've collected so far. Um, then when you're back in the hub, you can go in the shop and buy weapon upgrades, armor upgrades, health potions, uh, stuff like that. And the upgrades do affect stuff. The Obviously, the armor upgrades just uh, lower the damage you're taking, but the weapon upgrades will, and if you buy different weapons, uh, will affect the bar. So, for instance, with me using a rapier, it's a very simple, uh, like, like I said, empty area, yellow bar, and red area to hit. But if you get something like 
I think one of them was a scythe, and I think that has like no hit area, just a critical area. Um, there's oh, so act- it's like the, the only times you hit, they're always critical hits, but it's really hard to get a hit off. Yeah, there's an okay. axe which has like a small hit area, but then like broken up multiple critical hit areas. Uh, so like it does affect the uh, the bar and your like kind of gameplay there. Um, so you can buy stuff, and then when you're ready to go back in the dungeon, you either choose to restart the dungeon for free. Uh, you know, starting back at level one, or you can, you know, pay gold to start back where you left off. Um, and there are, I guess, are multiple style dungeons because I beat, I guess I beat the first dungeon because I did a boss battle, um, which there are about boss battles, which just the first, I only did the first one. It was just a harder version of an ogre. Um, spoilers. <laughs> uh, oh, and- no. So, yeah, it was a long, drawn-out oh. fight. Um, and, like, it, it's definitely nerve-wracking because they do a lot of damage. And, like, unless you're unless you're getting lucky and hitting a lot of criticals, you can very easily die. Um, uh, fortunately, for my first playthrough that I, like, played of this game, I didn't die at all. But, like, I, I it was definitely addicting because I meant to just jump in for a minute just to take a look at the game. And I'm sorry. I, know it's like, I thought you said it really was just addicting. That's, it was just That's addicting. what I said, too. <laughs> addicting. <laughs> No, you said um, that, but I thought yeah, I know. Thought you said, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like the uh, I just jumped in to try to just I just want to check out the game for a minute, and next thing I know, it's like two, two and a half <laughs> hours later, and I'm like, man, this game's good. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's kind of how deep, Assassin's Creed went for me. <laughs> deep, deep Dungeon. If you have a phone that I, again, I don't know if it's just iPhone or if it's available on other platforms. Right now, but... it looks like just like iPhone. I I feel like um. I feel like most uh, it, who who developed this and who published this, do you know? Because um, I, I, I think if it's not a big name, they're not going to go for Android until it, like it's UBI, an IQUBI. Okay, Never, yeah, like they have I a mean, website. <laughs> EA puts shit on Android. Square Enix put like you know Puzzle Bobble or I'm sorry, Bust a Move on Android and stuff. But um, and Angry Birds was so popular that it came out on Android. But yeah, I, I think like. I, I feel That's like a game that I feel like they could like definitely throw another like even if it was like a ste- like a quick Steam game or something it it actually is a lot of fun um like they put other like mobile games on Steam which I can talk about in a minute but yeah I put Flight Control on my wish list just because I thought it was funny that it existed yeah there you go Flight Control they have that on Steam which is like surprising because that game I really feel like I mean I'm surprised it's on like no oh well, you never mind Android ha- I keep forgetting Android has a touchscreen um but yeah like. I'm surprised it's on any platform without a touchscreen because like, well, that if you can seems... use a mouse, then. But no like, I don't know. It feels it, for me, it seems like it would be unintuitive to have to move the mouse over to the plane, click on it and then like drag the line out. Like, it seems so intuitive to me. Like, again, I didn't play the Steam version, so I don't know. But like on my iPhone, like just quick swipes with my fingers like, man, that, that's what I'm talking about. I anyway, feel like I feel like I would still like it better with a mouse just because that whole like like i i stopped playing like the bootleg flight control on my phone just because it's just like i can't like i can't see anything and i don't feel that it's precise like and it's not a function of the device it's a function of the fact that your finger is bigger than a pixel it so like i i actually wonder if they have a demo for flight control for pc i'd actually definitely try that yeah to see i would if they have a demo i would i would probably try that just as, since i already own the the iPhone version to see how it compares. Um, but the other uh, thing is that I would love to see it on this big new 1080p screen that I bought. <laughs> like, why'd you buy this for? Do you want to play Crisis? No, I'm just gonna play Flight Control. Flight Control with a mouse. Yeah. Flight Control does not have a demo right now. Oh. 
But uh, I wonder if I put it on my wish list or if I actually bought it. I, I, I hope I didn't buy it because I don't plan on. I don't care. <laughs> so I doubt you bought it. You would have noticed if you spent five bucks. Uh, nope. Don't have it. Thank God. Okay. Good. Either way, uh, the other game that I was going to talk about because of mobile. To I, I mean, I don't know if it started out on mobile, but that's where I saw first. And Al and I were talking about last week. I I actually played the Galcon Lab. Uh, wait, Galcon, Galcon Fusion. Fusion. Games. Yeah. Um, which uh, did you? You got that right, Austin, because I'll gave it to you. I'll gifted it to me. Thank you. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't play it. Yet. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I I messed around with the single player real quick. Um, and I I kind of explained it last week. Uh, the mechanics of it. So I won't do that again. Go listen to one ninety eight. Good episode. Me and Al rock the house. Um, or not. I don't know. Uh, don't but, worry. I added some rock for you. Oh. Uh. But yeah. So like. It plays very similar to the iPhone game, but in this one, uh, I like because you know on the iPhone again you're just touching with your finger, and in this it's all mouse <laughs> clicks. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's all mouse clicks. Um, and I guess I don't know. I guess for certain games the mouse clicks do feel more, more intuitive because like I feel like I'm thinking more about my strategies in this game because I'm like sitting there with the mouse hovering over different plants. Like, okay, I can you know do this. I can, uh, I can click on here or I can like, you know, drag this box out to select these multiple planets, like just this patch of planets and send these ships out over, or I can, you know, you know, quickly left click and select them all or whatever. And, uh, like it's easy to use the mouse or whatever to scroll between percentages or, of ships you want and stuff like in the iPhone version, I'm not really thinking about all that. I'm just like, click, 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 go, whatever. I don't even care. I'm not paying attention. Um, headline iPhone deteriorates brain function. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, in this, uh, I definitely feel like I'm trying to do more strategies. And then I played it online, and oh my god, like people are online. At least the few games that I played, people are re- rather really good at the game. Um, I uh, jumped into a game with some random people and uh, got stomped very quickly. Uh, normally, okay, when you play single player, you can see the numbers on every planet, even the one that the enemy is controlling. I believe I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, so you kind of have an idea like which ones you should attack, like who's weak and like how much more you have to kill them off or whatever. Maybe on higher difficulties, it takes that number away. I was playing on lower difficulties, but when I played online, I don't remember what difficulty I played on, but uh, you can't see the numbers for like, you know, the population numbers of the different planets for the ones that your uh, opponent controls. So it's kind of hard to gauge where you should be attacking or whatever like that, at least for me. Um but my opponent had no problem in just decimating me like right off the bat. And no matter what strategies I would try in multiple games, whether I would try to attack them outright or try to spread out to a lot of different planets or just like beef up a planet or something like that, like I just kept getting crushed no matter what I was doing. So I need to play against you guys because you guys like that's haven't every played fucking online game. <laughs> What's like that? Every, every online game that exists out there, like we're just like, oh, I'm gonna jump in. Holy shit, I, I give yeah. up. I have to play against you guys because you won't know what you're doing yeah, exactly. either, and will <laughs> exactly. actually be on fairly even territory. I jumped into multiplayer crisis uh, last week before I got into Brotherhood. Uh, Al knows, and I, like I expected to be like torn apart, and I actually got a couple of kills, and I was surprised. And then I realized that it's just because half the people who are on that server were as dumb as me. <laughs> like, all right, and like the top person was just like duffing everybody, but. Like I was like, oh, let me just go invisible, and because I ran, I'm on the radar, even though I'm invisible. So people are like, haha, I know where you are, and because you're invisible, you have no armor, so I'm gonna shoot you with a pea, like a pea shooter, and dead. Um, and then I learned to to figure that out and shoot other people, and yes, crisis. <laughs> Bitches. All right, 
Is that it? No <laughs> that, that is all that I've been playing that I need to talk about. Mm-hmm. So right now you have a new case and a new motherboard. Yeah, oh, I did get my computer parts in that I've ordered so far. I do have my case here, which, man, I wanted to, like, make love to that sweet, sexy, empty case. It looks so nice. <laughs> um, wow, you're that endowed? Kudos to you. <laughs> um, uh, what what motherboard, like, is it, are you going down the AMD path? I forgot what you said last week. Yeah. Going I, down the AMD, okay, good. I got uh, the, what is it, uh, I have the packing slip right here. Oh, so that's I right. Got you the, got a processor too. I forgot. Dur. Yeah, because I got the motherboard processor combo. So the processor is the Phenom Two, you know, X Three, um, and uh, the motherboard is an Asus. Asus. <laughs> I think it's Asus. 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 Yeah. I just got a 1080p monitor from Asus too. So I think they're they're getting nice business from the Try Gives and Not podcast. Try Gives and Not podcast does not endorse Asus. Or we are not endorsed by Asus. We just happen to buy the product sometimes. But pretty yeah. sweet motherboard, though. <laughs> That's another thing. Like I got it, and I opened it up. I was like, "Look at how beautiful this motherboard is." Yeah, those things have gotten so complex lately. Like before, back in the day, it was just got like, oh, this big green piece of shit. And just plug yeah. It. Now they have heat sinks everywhere, and it's like, like and mine like the, has like just they actually have color pipe. schemes to them. Yeah, like mine has this curved pipe that stretches out like on the sides of the CPU socket. I'm like, like. This this thing is ready to go, and then I overclocked it. <laughs> my power supply died, so I'm like it's not ready to go. No, so, I have yeah. nothing to do with that. I know, but I, I got those parts. Uh, I haven't put anything together yet because there's no point in putting the the CPU on the motherboard without having to see the heat sink yet, and there's no point in putting the motherboard into the case without having the CPU on it yet. So I like, saw this YouTube video randomly last year or two years ago of somebody overclocking a CPU to its max. And putting it like they did this on purpose to show what happens. They, oh, I saw this. They over and Al, you can you can help me remember exactly what happens because I don't remember exactly what happens. But they put the CPU in there with no heat sink or fan, uh, no cooling whatsoever. They just leave it on the motherboard and they're they're filling this so that that they can show you like what the reaction is. And did they put something on top of it like 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 a piece of food or some or a piece of like something on top of it to see it pop? Popcorn just, kernel? No, they just. Well, the one I saw was they just had the computer on there, and they turned it on, and it vaporized. Okay, so the the, the CPU just went. Poof. Yeah, it it exploded. Yeah. Like, like you it, you see a no puff trace of smoke nothing. just come up, and just. Poof. And I'm like, oh my god! Like if that happens, like I I want to, like with my old CPUs one day, like when when I'm ready to throw them out, like I'm tempted to go and like just do that and put an egg on it, <laughs> and see if it yeah. cooks. Like not even as like I want to like see if it cooks. But it sounds like it won't because it'll just vaporize too fast. Yeah, that's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. I think I could cook an egg. I think I could have cooked an egg on top of um my old eighty eight hundred GTSs because when I opened the case to like do the YouTube video that I put up like to show eBayers that like these cards do work, um I opened up the case and I was pointing at the card and I touched one and like I kind of had to hold my breath because I didn't realize how hot it was when I touched it. Uh, and I was recording myself talking about the cards at the same time, so I couldn't like I, I didn't want to like have to do the whole. Rec- I didn't want to be like, holy shit, this is hot! Stop the recording and do it again. <laughs> so I just like I was just like, and this is the card that I'm selling, and like I think I could probably cook slow cook something on the on the heatsink because that's how hot it gets. Like, and I'm talking about the heatsink, not the chip, the heatsink. Um, but I don't know, like all those rumors of people saying they could fry e- eggs on top of their Xboxes, like when the Xbox first came out. Like, hmm. you need like. You need like a heated metallic surface for that shit. Like 
I'm sure the Xbox got hot, but I can't imagine that it ever would have gotten as hard as like a single GPU, like just sitting there in the case, burning up. Um, oh, oh! Before we leave, we have an email from McDove, longtime listener for both Game Slaves Radio and Try Games Podcast. <laughs> Excuse me. The email reads: the subject is unbelievable price, very surprising. The email reads: hello. How are you recently? I get the good website www about buying info from my good friend who has purchased a pair of Nike shoes there. All item, good quality and reasonable price. Mac, Tiffany, Nike, Adidas, Benefit, Gucci, Juicy, Chanel, etc. Clothes, shoes, because obviously this is not McDove. This is I was more... going to say, why is he Russian? Because isn't McDove Australian? <laughs> this is more of a public service announcement to let you know, Aaron, that someone is spoofing your email account. And I'm sure it happens to me, too. So just be aware. That's all. You might want to protect yourself before you check yourself and riggedy, riggedy wreck yourself. Yeah, I like heavy D. And he hasn't come. So for anyone who's wondering, I did complete Nano Remo and I won and I got over 50,000 words. Woo. You you won. You won like everyone else won. I win. I won Nano Remo by thinking it. Yeah. (laughs) With my brain. No, but see, I literally won with my brain mind. You won in your you you won in your microcosm of oneness. Well, I well, mean, like to to if you win go it, to NanoRemo's site, and when you actually participate in it at the towards the end, you actually are supposed to put in you know the words that you writ, wrote. Oh, there's an actual there's an like, I, I thought you meant you thing. I thought you no, meant they you won actually, as in you achieved your goal. Well, I did do that, but they also do have a thing that like says whether or not you you officially won on the website. Um, I'm using air quotes because uh, it's win, still like. like I mean, it's still, you know, it's it's not like a true competition because there's no it's all like, you know, honor based or whatever, you know, like, uh, like, wait, wait, wait. So do, uh, what I'm saying is oh, so, so it's not a competition, but you won by virtue of completing it. Yes. But Damn, I, I thought saying, you actually won something. I want to know what you won. Well, you technically I won the I won some uh, like what is it? Downloadable I like icons I can use on my Facebook or whatever. Oh. And. Uh, I did. I got some deals on some software if I want it, but I don't. I, I didn't read the software stuff. It didn't sound like anything I wanted. And I so, can buy an official I won Nano Remo shirt for twenty dollars. So I won the right to buy the shirt, I guess. But I think so. <laughs> you won the right to win. So, so you 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 are a winner, but you're not the winner. Yeah, there is no the winner. Okay, Anyone who writes fifty thousand words. That's why I was confused. I was like, I don't remember it doing that. So. Nano Remo just says calls them winners because like well, yeah. everybody's a winner, but everybody's not a winner because if you don't actually have those fifty thousand words, you technically lost. But they're still winners because they tried, even though Nano Remo doesn't no, say fuck so. Fuck them. This is America. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's also really fat and has really big portions. I'm going off the rails. Stop eating salt and sodium. God, it's really bad for you. I'm just saying. Did you know that the saltiest, most sodium-induced um, dish is some? Chinese food dish from P.F. Chang's that has 10,000 milligrams of sodium. And I'm going to go there today and get that. That's about five days worth of sodium in one dish. What's the dish? Because I want it. I like my salt. It's like Chinese cooked slow snail broccoli with like snails. Never mind. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's beef. Oh, okay, good. I like beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, let me find it. Um, I, it we seems don't like really a- need to tell the audience what plate it is they can go find out for themselves no i'm i'm finding it because this is really gross um saltiest i spelled salty i spelled uh, just now i spelled saltiest slattiest saltiest oh fucking 
grammar. Uh, 30. Okay, here we go. The 30 saltiest foods in America. Um, Please don't read off each one. No, I'm not going to. I just want to get this P.F. Chang's one. <clears throat> but now you give me an idea. Here, number 30 is – no. Number one, P.F. Chang's wok charred beef. That's what it is. 10,045 milligrams of sodium. Only 850 calories, which isn't that small, but it's not that huge either. But it's a lot of salt. So, but shit, if you, you want hypertension, go ahead. Go, go get that dish. All right. Word. Dude, P.F. Chang's is on top two. Their hot and sour soup bowl has about three days worth of so- sodium. So they're, they're like, they take top one and two spots. That's gross. America, get thank both you. Both dishes at once. Oh, God. Dude, you're going to lip your face, okay, is going to feel a combination of. My numbness. face is going to feel awesome. And it's so going to have a combination of. Have enjoyed it's going to feel like a combination of numbness and the sensation of, wow, I feel really oily, but any everything that I do to it, I can wash my face. I can. Rub it down with water. I can, you know, swipe it with a paper towel, but no, it's not coming off. What's going on? That's the MSG talking, in case you were wondering. That's cool. I like food. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with American cooking? Uh, this is like and, – and before you say, oh, it's Chinese cooking. Dude, this is like an Americanized Chinese restaurant that's like putting the shit together. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I'm just saying I like food. <laughs> Dude, please don't die on us. Like you should get the dish. And then defiantly walk up to them and just pour a whole bucket of hot water over and be like, I am desalting my dish. Defiant. Why would I do that? Why would I ruin the dish like that? I don't know. I so, like salt. So I you like won't get hypertension sodium. and die when you're 29. I like ca- all these people counting calories and all this stuff. Hey, I got a question. Bah! Really? So, okay. Can we like end this podcast? Because now we're not even talking about games. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the game of eating. Should wait, we, wait. We, Pete, I got should the we, high uh, score. Okay. Pete, should we answer a question? I don't know if that's a relevant question. About ending the podcast? Yeah. It's a mailbag question, isn't Are it? Are we still going? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pimping anything today. So for Pete, uh, who's going to die of hypertension and a heart attack. I can't really follow up my super uh, hyper fuck, so I don't know. Bye. <laughs> for Al, who's not going to die of a heart attack or hypertension. Nope, not at all. I hope not. I'm out. I'm your host, Austin, and I was in danger of dying of a heart attack and hypertension maybe three years ago before Al got married, and then because of his wedding in Jamaica, I changed my diet. Thank you for your Twitter. Oh, yes. Yeah. We don't have to pin, but I just said it. That's good. Let's go. Three. How many looks does it take to get to the center of Tootsie Roll Pop? As many as you fucking want! Zero.